Hello, Internet. Welcome back to the Fast Travel Lounge. You're listening to episode 81. My name is Patrick. I'm joined by Seth. Say hi. Yellow. And Steve. Say hi. Bonjour. I mean, at least that one was a hi, even if it was in a different language. I don't know if that uh, was bonjour or banjo, the way he pronounced it. No, no I mean, it, was, it was two words, bone and jaw. Do, do you think the French adaptation that? of Banjo-Kazooie is Bonjour-Kazooie? Ooh, hang on. So it'd be Bonjour-Kazooie. Uh, <laughs> I, I was also trying to think of a funny way to say Kazooie in French, and I, I was just drawing a blank, man. <laughs> uh, Bonjour-Achoui. Bonjour and ho ho ho. Yeah, there we go. bonjour sacré <laughs> Um man, these, we're getting cancelled so of- fast. Yeah, we are. These are the sort oh, of questions yeah. that we ponder here on Fast Travel Lounge. Uh, right. What, uh, what, 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 could we, what do we talk about in the preamble? Oh, not really gaming news, but kind of, I, I guess, personal news. I got roped into a Magic the Gathering draft tournament on the weekend. Oh, Ooh, very cool. Did you get the one I, ring? <laughs> so that, that, that is what we were playing. Uh, no one got the one ring. Actually, oh, actually I, think, I think one person did get a common the one ring. Um, uh, I guess, context. There, there, I don't think you can, a, because there's just one copy of the one ring. I, I thought, I thought, the, oh, maybe it was like a Frodo or something. Okay, so, context. I don't play Magic the Gathering. I had to learn yeah, the rules good. as I went. I somehow went three and two in terms of games. It was just a friendly with, like, a bunch of, bunch of mates oh, and cool. stuff. Oh, cool, that's so. good, that's good. Dra- drafted an entirely blue deck, which was funny, because on the second round, everyone said, man, there's so many good blue cards in here. Is no one drafting blue? And then I shat my pants. I don't yeah. know what blue means. You're sitting on, you're sitting on money now. Everyone's going to want them. You can sell them for an extraordinary <laughs> price. Well, what's funny is someone went into it specifically to money draft. They just picked all the cards expensive. Oh. Uh, I also don't understand the colors, Steve. Don't worry. Uh, apparently blue is control. And someone told me that your games will take a while. <laughs> and they were right. <laughs> oh. Do you play in the... Um, the... Ah, uh, man, I had a really funny thing to say and it completely fell out of my mind. Um, so you're playing the Thinking Man game, eh? You're right, that, that was... <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know where it went. Sometimes Actually, you just have to let it go, Stephen. Honestly, me, I also I don't know where that one went. Um, anyway, so, uh, yeah, so that, that, that was a few hours on Saturday. That was, that was quite fun. It was, of course, because there is a... Um, Magic the Gathering, I don't know what you'd call it, like uh, a Lord of the Rings expansion pack. I... I play so little trading card games normally. I don't know. Like, everyone's probably screaming into the microphone. It's like some sort of event. And it has some sort of big name. I just turned up and vibed for the afternoon. It was pretty fun. Um, but of course, the big news in the last 24 hours is that someone in Ontario found the, the actual The One Ring. Yeah, my favorite thing about that is he sent it to a grader and they still gave it a 9 out of 10. Really? Like, it's in yeah. mint condition. It's absolutely perfect. But they, they still refused to give it a 10 out of 10. They, were, they cheaped him out by one point. Wow. Uh, people are still predicting it's going to be worth uh, possibly millions to the right buyer, which... What is that, what's I, that, um, the Black Lotus or something, and that's worth like a quadrillion dollars? Like, true. I don't know, something uh, about I, trading card people and their money. Yeah, I, I don't know anything about what the card is, but I have heard the Black Lotus is expensive. Um, I, I would say that he would sell the One Ring to Logan Paul, but I don't know if Logan Paul plays Magic the Gathering because he's got so many first-generation Charizards around his neck. I don't think he even plays Pokemon cards, to be honest. Can I also mention that honest, Logan Paul is currently in WWE again, ruining storylines? Fuck that, no, dude. No, he, 
He he Look, had a match had money in the bank, botched a spot, and he's being given a SummerSlam spot now. Look, Seth, I'm gonna cut on to you, big fella. I know I no one care. else cares, but it's Logan Paul and I need to vent. <laughs> I I I I can I can vent with you in solidarity. Uh, that, that's that's my offering. More here. importantly, but um, anyway, State let's... of Origin Game Three, fellas, let's go. No one cares. Steve, I don't know how to tell you this, big fella. <laughs> Mine at least. No, not to my own jokes, no. Um, we'll see how we go. Uh, um, it's not, it's not looking good. It's game three. We've already New South Wales has already lost two. Um, there shouldn't be the a game three because New South Wales already lost there too. Yeah. Well, no, it's it's, it's best two out of three wins the series, counting, but they so. always play the three games. Um, but it's done. So. Why do the third game? No one cares at well, that point. And why why do they do Origin in the middle of the season? Why don't they do it at the end? Like is, yeah. to tire out the, the good players, state. so that the worst teams have a better chance at grand finals. The shit teams don't. Wow, that's <laughs> that's so smart, actually, Seth. Holy shit! Uh, it's, it's not not entirely wrong, but like what two weeks ago, or <laughs> actually what six weeks ago, when they did Origin game one, and it was like. Eight of the Panthers players are in the team. Huh. Interesting. But so literally just becomes an opportunity for the Panthers to lose. Just give us the bye. Either play it at the end of the season or the start of the season. I don't care. Eh. You know, doing it at Whatever. the start of the season anyway. is actually a smart idea because it's like the introduction to getting the season started. But you know what? That's well, enough sports ball comment from me. That's no, enough. Hang on. I'm going to call you up being racist first. I got to call you up being racist first. Well, they do Indigenous round at the start of the season, so they couldn't do it at the start of the season, could they, Seth? I didn't know they did an Indigenous round because I don't keep up with sports ball. Gotcha. Classic bait. You know, with how badly this country treats Indigenous, I'm surprised they got anything at all. <laughs> hey, um, you know what? Let's move on. Even joke, like I thought of something, and I'm like, I was like, you know what? Even joking doesn't even is going to put me in jail. It was a trap. Um, it was <laughs> perfectly laid trap. I fell for the reverse, you know. The bait, the bait for Cusco. Uh, reverse go-to threads jail. Hmm. Uh, anyway, if someone would like to buy a, 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 an above-average blue deck, <laughs> that's a weird sentence, uh, let me know. <laughs> was it good um, that the deck was above-average, or was that you that were above-average? Um, how how uh, do we separate I, the, uh, the player from the game, really? I'm just not sure how big your deck is. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's... I mean, you know, get, get, you get a low angle and some good lighting. I, <laughs> I always do. Uh, Make sure to wrap the deck in, in sleeves uh, to protect it. That's just genuinely good advice, but... It is. Why, what were you to, talking about? You just don't want to wrinkle it in the corner. <laughs> you really don't want to dog ear any of your deck. Ah. <laughs> uh. Uh, unfortunately, it is filled mostly with comments, which that, that one isn't even a pun. Anyway, um, uh, why don't we go into Round the Lounge for this week? Um, uh, I, I guess uh, I, I started, I might as well continue. Um, other than that, uh, I have a, a quick Ragnarok update that will actually be an update because a fair bit's happened since, since before. And that, that's basically been my week. Uh, what have you I been clap. up to? Eeny, meeny, miny, Seth. Steven. No, no, he said Seth. Um, <laughs> I, I finished Final Fantasy 16. Um, I'll, I'll just give a quick preamble of what I think of that game before shutting up forever on the main podcast and leaving it for the spoiler cast. Um, I started up Pizza Tower, just done the first world of that, and I Pokemon went to sleep. Finally, the honk shoes went from dreams. 
Actually, shit, that's a, that's a much more clever pun. I, sh I should have said from reality to dreams. Damn it! Steve, what have you been up to? I've also been doing a lot of honk shooing and me 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 in the um, Pokemon sleep. Like, wow, it's great to see the Pokemon sleep went from reality to dreams. How can it be well, so I lots when it just came out last night? How many naps have you taken during work? Uh, zero. Well, hang on. When we get into it, I've got a lot more to say about it. Uh, there's a couple of things that I've got a lot of problems with this. Um, but when we get into it, better strap yourselves in because you won't be going to sleep when I'm fucking ranting about this. <laughs> be very engaging. Wow. Pikachu so set my alarm century. for 30 minutes after Steven starts talking. <laughs> oh, good. Uh, well, uh, I might as well do the Ragnarok update, get that out of the way, given how old that game is relative to everything else we're talking about. Uh, I... I guess, spoiler alert, there is a character in Heimdall, uh, named Heimdall, and I killed him. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Um, and actually, I might have said that last time. I don't quite remember. Yeah, anyway, no, I I'm, think we I'm talked in... about Heimdall last time. Yeah, I... <laughs> okay, well, he's still dead. <laughs> uh, but the only other thing that's happened story-wise since then is uh, I'm still in Vanaheim, and I think I'm doing a lot of the post-game content because, oh boy, is Vanaheim just the, the hub world that just keeps on giving. Oh like, yeah, Vanaheim's uh, the one that ends up expanding into like this big wasteland, isn't it? Yeah, that's th that's the one. There's some absolutely fucking crack addled development team in Santa Monica Studios that just went. But what if we just make Vanaheim like a mini No Man's Sky? <laughs> just everywhere. It's like, oh, here's this pathway you haven't explored, and then oh, you're in trouble when it says a Mystic Gateway has been added to the map. And I'm like, okay, so this is will expand a bit further. And then you just bump into someone who wants you to do something. And then it says, random side quest started. And you're like, oh, great. That's the, that's the eighth one <laughs> in this area. Meanwhile, uh, every so often someone will be like, oh, isn't it crazy that like Ragnarok is effectively started? We should return to Sindri's house. And everyone else is like, yeah, but there's also exploring to do. And I think that might have been something that you brought up, Seth, in the, in the past, saying that people are like, hey, you know that whole Ragnarok thing? That's still going on. So, hang so on. Anyway. I, no. What? Oh, as much as I don't want to preempt a longer discussion, because it seems like you're already finished, but would you say it's a good thing that the world keeps expanding? Like, is it expanding no. for the sake of... <laughs> okay, there you go. Hang on. Well, no, okay, no, so it is... It is, it is. But the, so, so the thing is, um, uh, God of War has been really good about giving you a mechanic and then the mechanic is obviously used for traversal and then the game's, uh, sorry, you will, you will try and do anything to use this mechanic, like hit it with your axe or something. And then one of the characters will be like, oh, we can't use that yet. And you're like, all right, fair enough. We'll come back later. Um, meanwhile, in, in Vanaheim, uh, there's none of that because I, as far as I can tell, I have everything unlocked traversal wise. And so, really, it's just the limit of my imagination in terms of how far I, I, I traverse, and I kind of wish, and it feels, it feels like an absolute backstab to say, but I kind of wish the developers would gate some of the content a bit harder. Oh, <laughs> to, um, okay. To, to, like, cut me off. I, 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 need, I need to be cut off. I'm, I'm at the bar. It, like, closing time has, has played three times now. Uh, I know I should go home and definitely not drive. But at the same time, I sort of need to be told that, 
you know because yeah, otherwise i'll just i'll just continue existing i'll continue yeah. vibing yeah they're just called last drinks but then at the same time the bar across the street is having two dollar shots or something what's that st patrick's day round two yeah yeah no hey wait Go a minute on. your name's patrick it is when it is. Saint Stephen's they, day. they do call me a saint i've do never wanted day. anyone I, call you a saint who they is either, but when you meet them, they'll, when they'll be Seth's like, yeah, that's, that's Patrick. <laughs> uh, How come Patrick anyway, gets a holiday? So- we want days for Seth. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Did Seth chase the snakes out of Ireland? No, that was me. Like, literally me. Yeah, where'd they photos. go? Seems like into everybody the- else should hate you for putting snakes what, what into you, their plane. All of, the, all of the snakes went into Woody, Woody the cowboy's boot. I thought they went on into a plane. Then Woody he hates you. Then. Fall, he only has a snake in his boot, a singular one. Yeah, do you know what the plural for snake is, Seth? Snakes on snake. a plane. No, no, it's snake. Didn't Nokia snake, take all the snakes and snake, put them into that game? Red snake, blue snake. Yeah, I don't know. Solid that seems snake, like a reference I'm not getting. Liquid snake. Oh, snake on a plane. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. <laughs> Are you from Snake's Revenge? Um. Anyway, uh, yeah, so that's from in, in Ragnarok. I don't actually have any idea how close I am to finishing the game, but I'm assuming I'm getting pretty close given that I have effectively started Ragnarok at this point. Um, and it's never good when your main objective is to what feels like gear up for the final assault. Um, Did you do the, um, the Leonardo thing where I said, hey, it's Ragnarok, and you were like, oh, what? Yeah, and you pulled out the game case. Why well, says that on the game case? Oh, what? <laughs> Yeah, that, that, that was me. That was me. I had to, the I had to take The times they actually say Ragnarok in the game, you, you'd be doing it pretty constantly. I mean, it, uh, Man, you, it's, you, it's... I mean, you should see me when I'm watching an episode of The Simpsons. Far out. <laughs> it, it's, it's crazy when Kratos turned and looked in the camera and said it's, it's, it's warring time. <laughs> this truly is the God of War Ragnarok. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, chances are I won't have finished it by, by next episode, but maybe you'll get into a little... And a little tidbit, a little, little tidbit of, of an update as a treat. Uh, but uh, at least until then, why don't we let Seth talk about how good it is to prematurely finish? Oh, oh I, that, that's not where I was going to uh, go you, at all. You promised you wouldn't talk about this on the podcast. I, oh, I said it wasn't sorry, accident. Was that- it's never happened before. Hey, it's never no, happened before, um, so I'm just really tired from work. Sorry, I just, I, I just assumed that by the 16th round, you, you would have built up a bit of stuff. You know what? Don't, don't worry about it. Don't worry. Tell, tell me about Final Fantasy. Tell me about Final Fantasy. Yeah, so I finished Final Fantasy 16 after 74 hours, it says, on the PlayStation 5. Um, <laughs> no, that's a marathon. <laughs> big, big game. I, I saved a couple of... Um, of um side quests for the very end that I thought were going to pay off emotionally pr- before going into treat? the final mission. Yeah, as a treat. They they were going to be very nice uh, side missions going before the final boss, and it's evil because it, um there's a side mission for a character named Jill, and I saved hers for last specifically. And uh, after finishing your side quest, it goes yeah. So you've just unlocked her as a party member for the rest of the post game, and I'm like, cool. I've done everything. I specifically <laughs> left her for last so I could go to the final boss with like the best emotional high. <laughs> and um, it, it was the best emotional high, but now I've I've lost out on gameplay time with her. No, no, Seth. I got to ask. Is it is it Jill or is it Gil? Jill. 
Gil is the money. Making gift, making a gif gift thing, but no, I, I oh, did know that Gil was the money. Gil thank from you. The no, no, they actually have both. So fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, have fun not being able to play with Jill as a party member for the post game content. So fuck you. You know what? I know better now, so I'm going to unlock her properly for when I do Final Fantasy mode, which I'm putting off for a little bit because is that is that the name of the new game plus? Yeah, that's the new game plus where they rearrange hmm. the enemy locations, they give bosses new moves, and they increase the level cap to level 100. Is it just mm. like a, a the classic, oh, I'm just going to double their health and double their damage, and it's not really hard, <laughs> it's just fucking grindy? No, it's actually hard. They actually get new moves, and they bring in late-game enemies earlier into the game. They call it Bikini Bottom because everybody's a sponge. Ah, oh, that was clever. Thank you. Thank you. My name is Patrick Starr. I live under a rock. Please hey, send help. Hey, wait a minute. You're the guy from the fucking TV show. <laughs> oh, so that's what Sandy Cheeks means. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. That, that one is what we in the biz call a double entree. But, uh, close. Close. Uh, actually, actually, if you've met Sandy, it's a triple entree. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, that's cool. Um, I need to know, is the friend that spoiled the ending for you still breathing? Unfortunately, yes. Only because he is in a different country, so I cannot get to him right now. The package is on its way. <laughs> the package. In Minecraft, right? In Minecraft. The, pack the, the, the package in Minecraft, right? <laughs> Seth, please say yes. I cannot, I, I cannot tell a lie. <laughs> oh, no. He's going to jail. Uh, Seth's friend, if you're, if, if, if you're listening, uh, it's been a pleasure. And uh, leave leave the rest of the spoilers uh, away away from my group chat because I will eventually play Final Fantasy. I, I tell you what, though. <laughs> you tell me what? It has been a ride going onto social media again after finishing that game because it turns out this is a very divisive game, and most of the opinions I'm seeing are people absolutely hating on everything about the game. Other podcast group I uh, groups I listen to are not favorable along the, among the game. And I'm like, early, early um, spoiler for when I do the spoiler cast. This is like a top five video game for me. This is like hitting all of the highs for me. And anything that I say negative about the game is like a nitpick or could be slightly better. But in the end, I don't care about them enough to detract from the overall value of the game. And I've been absolutely in love with the game. So it's really weird to go in and see I, no, that, that's wrong. It's very common for me to go online and see people <laughs> hating the game I love because this has been happening with Final Fantasy 16, Stranger of Paradise, the ending of Final Fantasy 7 Remake, Kingdom Hearts 3. I can't believe you gaslit me into buying All this. All of the Skronix games I love over the last few recent years have had so many people online just coming to bash their skulls and I'm like, I just, I just wanted a day after finishing this game to like sit back, think about the ending and relax. And no, I'm just being thrown into the wolves den right away. No, that, that's fair. I, I get the same uh, every time I see a Need for Speed uh, undercover. No, wait, no. Wait, is it undercover? Man, that's terrible. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. I feel like undercover's already been done. Unleashed? No. Oh man. Oh, I'm really in the weeds now. What is it? What's, what's the one that just came out? Um. Uh, oh, God. Yeah. Uh, Carbon. No. 
That that no. is a very old one. Unbound. Unbound. Yes. Unbound. Unbound. Yeah, that's what I said. That's what I said. Uh huh. You want more army? Anyway. What? Um. Yeah. No. It's 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 like <laughs> you heard me. <laughs> it's it's like it's like that for me. Where uh, I I really enjoyed it. I I think I put it as one of my top five last year. I I fully appreciate all the problems that it has, and I I think that was the main takeaway of me talking about it is that the the highs are high, but the lows are very low. But it's really sad seeing seeing a lot of people just absolutely going in on it. Like the number of people that are just like remake remake Undercover or, or no sorry. Remake Need for Speed Underground or stop making games. And it's like, I don't know, yeah. I think it had some merit. Like, well, no, it, it, it becomes that thing. It be- a little bit. It's because people have a nostalgia for it, and it's like, old thing good, new thing bad. Like, they don't yeah, have the and, same and nostalgia. The, and the funniest but- part is that if they, if they just remade, if they, if they adjusted nothing about the game but just remade Need for Speed Underground or Need for Speed Underground 2, I remember that, ga- like, I remember that game weirdly well. And it did a lot of things right, but it would not hold up to games uh, today, just as like a bar for bar remake. It it did not. It's, it's like it's like playing Simpsons Hit and Run. You appreciate it because you know that you played it as a kid and and enjoyed it. Yeah. But to give it to someone who hadn't played it as a kid, they'd be like, "This isn't a good game." Yeah, mm. that, and a lot of those games don't really hold up. A lot of games don't Actually, hold up. Like I, the, that, that, that might be. I'd, I'd be very that, curious to go and play those because I wasn't a big Underground or Underground 2 player, so I don't have the nostalgic emotional attachment to those games like other people would, so I'd be interested to go back and give them a try myself just to see how they hold up. I, I, I feel like I should probably uh, take some of the heat out of all the people furiously typing into, what, what are the kids on now, Threads? Threads? Yeah, threads, threads, threads. Wait, are we, are we on Threads? Is We're not on Threads. threads. Not Ooh. until they get a browser version and fix their timeline. <laughs> I'm on. I'm on Threads as well. Don't worry. Uh, I, I ship those for us. I I I don't mean that that playing through a remake of Underground Two would would be that it's a bad game. I'm saying that it wouldn't. You, uh, a person playing it now would not have the same really enjoyable experience that we as kids would have had playing it for the first time. That's more what I meant to say. Uh, and I know that because the Burnout Paradise and Burnout Paradise Remastered. Uh, they hit very strongly for me, and I still very much enjoy both. But, uh, but. I, I know that there will be a lot of people that look at that and go, the open world is too open. There are no tracks. What is the point of this game? And, there. <laughs> what I'm saying is I really want them to go back to making burnout games. <laughs> yeah. yeah that, so, should. that should be the direction they go, yes. Yeah, 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 it really should. Uh, even though uh, we covered this on news, man, I've, I've, I love how we've completely derailed you again, Seth, but uh, I know that we covered this on news and that a lot of the people that were the big high-ups in Criterion games from the Burnout days left as of Need for Speed Unbound. So who's to say what, what's going to happen now? Uh, anyway, um, so what can we expect in the, in the spoiler cast? I guess of the, of the other people, are you the, the lone crusader? That, <laughs> I'm trying to think the the medieval connotation. Maybe Crusader isn't the right word for Final Fantasy 16. I, is is yours the dissenting opinion that that Final Fantasy 16 was good, or does everyone spoiler cast agree with you? No, everyone on spoiler cast is kind of in the same boat as me, as really liking the game. A few nitpicks here and there, but very positive overall, and kind of looking forward to potential DLC. Not to give away that like the game in itself wraps up nicely there's like 
they they don't try to do any hang up moments like Final Fantasy 15 did where they're like, oh, the party <laughs> member disappeared for a little bit. They're going to do yeah. a DLC journey sometime. They don't do anything like that. It's just that the world is that big and uh, um, that's interesting that people want more out of it and would like DLC on certain things that could use more exploration. Hmm. No, it's cool. I, uh, I am excited once I finally get some time to start sinking my teeth into Final Fantasy 16. Uh, anything else you want to hit in terms of, uh, what is, is there a spoiler free best and worst moment that you can, that you can tease the audience with? When's it come um, on Xbox? Hmm. <laughs> no, 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 no. Steve, Steve, that's the best bit. It doesn't. It's <laughs> uh, the worst bit. No. Microsoft should just buy Sony. Not even Square Enix or Sony. They, they can't. The, the, actually, we'll get to that. <laughs> Personally, for me, it's the, um, it's Come when- to me, you freak. Yeah, I was just waiting for Steve to jump in with that. <laughs> it's when Clive revisits Phoenix Gate, um, really early that. in the story. He, he doesn't say that then, but he does ah. say that in the game. Yeah, I know he does. I've seen the trailer like four times. <laughs> yeah, so something for you to look forward to, I guess, Patrick, is when he does return to Phoenix Gate, because that's the entire prologue section of the game. Um, worst is... Come to me, Ifrit. Prob- <laughs> <laughs> Probably seeing how many side quests open up right before the final mission. Uh. Okay, what do you mean open up? Because is this like a, you accept them and then doing the side quest just takes more before the final mission or you get more side quests during the fi- before the final mission? Like, what do you mean open up? It, they, they only appear right before the final mission and you can choose to ignore them if you want to, but um, you, uh-huh. you miss out on like story and character growth if you don't do those. Um, just the... W- some of them could have been placed a little earlier in the game, like some of those storylines could have been wrapped up earlier um, and just saved like the really emotional core ones for right before the final boss fight. Actually, is it a spoiler to say whether the final boss fight does a, <clears throat> you've made it to the end game, uh, this is the end game now thing? Or yeah, is it a you rewind in time? Yeah, yeah. Or is it a you rewind in time of final boss fight type? It keeps it. I'll, I I don't think it's too much of a spoiler. It keeps a save point of before you go into the final boss fights. Ah, uh, it's one of those. Uh, yeah, it, it's not like well. It essentially it's a time rewind, but like yeah, like Ocarina of Time. Yeah, like it takes you to the right for the lost room. Yeah, yeah, basically. Uh, I hate games like that. There, I said it. That's why quite would a few you games. hate that? I, yeah, no, no, I'm, uh, I'm kind I, of with Steve because sort of then, like, then you want to go and explore everything else and, and the yeah. whole time the game's like, hey, you know what you haven't done yet? Final boss. And I'm like, I have. Yeah. I, I've done this I've, multiple times. I've done it multiple times. Leave me alone. I guess, yeah. Kingdom Hearts 2 kind of gets away with that by go- opening up side quests after you beat the final boss. And then it's like, you can still do the final boss, but there's never like a marker. And I think there's like even journal entries of like, yeah, you beat the final boss. So that, yeah, I can kind of see that. But I think it's just one of the, yeah, and they even, they even let you go to like the arcade mode into the um, final boss fight. So that's a little weird now that I think about it. 
You know what? You're right. Kingdom Hearts is a shit game. <laughs> no, no, I'm talking about Final Fantasy 16. Like, there's a arcade oh, mode. You're right. Final Fantasy 16 is a shit game. <laughs> yeah, that's um, interesting to think about now. Oh, well. I don't think it's that much of a big deal because the marker is just a big red action stage marker on the world's map screen and nothing else really. Pre, pre-spoiler cast, Seth is like, oh, one of my top five games post-spoiler cast. He's going to think about this more and he's going he's gonna to convince the other spoiler cast hosts that like, you know what? Man, it really was overhyped. <laughs> they really did miss the mark with Final Fantasy sixteen. Um, no, that's cool. Uh, I look forward to not listening to the spoiler cast at all until <laughs> I finish the game. But, Do you know what? That's uh, fair. Completely valid. <laughs> I'm sure the spoilers are going to open minute one. You introduced the spoiler cast with a spoiler. Oh god, I gotta pick a good spoiler to introduce. Uh, Why don't you just do run run uh, run it back to to what old mate told you in the group chat? Start it with the group chat screenshot. Boom, make it a video podcast. Here we go. Now we're now we're cooking. Um, Speaking of cooking, any final things from you for Final Fantasy sixteen, or do we start cooking up some pizza tower? Yeah, no, let's just roll into Pizza Tower. So essentially, I just rolled into this because I needed I really something, you to say in, something between in between lunch and dinner. <laughs> finishing Final Fantasy 16 and starting up the new game plus. Lena, um, indeed. Lena. But yeah, it, it's just like I needed something as a little bit of a cool down game. And. I made a bad choice in cooldown games. Like this, oh yeah, boy. this is going to be a short game, but this is an intense game as well. Um, so, so I've seen a lot of screenshots and funny memes about this game. What type of game is it? It is a two D platformer that's, a, that's, that's a also kind combo. of a speed run game. Oh. It's um, it's a little bit WarioWare in some of its things. Like you build up speed to smash through objects. You can grab enemies, do pile drivers to them, or just bite their no, heads so off. It's Warrior Land. Warrior, Warrior Land. Land. Warrior That's the one. Warrior Land is the micro game. Sorry, yeah, Warrior yeah. Where is the micro game? Yeah, you're right. Warrior Land is the one I meant. My bad. Um, yeah. Essentially, um, the premise of this game is that say uh, you play as um. Hold on, hold on. I need to actually get to the store page because this guy's name is fantastic. Ah, that feels it racist. It is Pepino Spaghetti you play as. And... It does. Yeah, he's Italian, so it's fine. While, while, while jumping on the old store page Could myself, I see that Final Fantasy is 50% off for the complete edition on Steam. Yes, it is. It's, um... It's super cheap to get into right at right at the moment, and if anyone has a passing interest, it's like worth just buying that to sit on the thirty days. Thirty days you'll get for just buying it. Oh well, doesn't matter. Continue. Pizza Tower, Pepino Pizzeria. Yeah. So, um, his uh, his pizza shop is in debt, and also. Um, the pizza tower that's uh, um that's uh, near his uh, uh pizza chain is aiming a ray gun right at his store and is uh, threatening to blow him up. So he's going into pizza tower to stop that from happening. Um, like to take out the laser gun and just take out the pizza tower. Um, oh. from what that's I understand, there's five worlds in the game. I've only done the first one for now. 
and yeah, it's it's kind of intense because what the, the basic gameplay loop is that you go through the course um like one way, and then when you get to the end, you have to run to run back to the entrance within a time limit as the stage around you is um threatening to blow up, um kind of like a Metroid Escape sequence, and these time limits can get pretty harsh. And if you're going for like the higher um, S and P ranks, uh, they get really intense because you've got to keep the combo up as much as possible. That like the combo being um, ramming into enemies or destroying um, objects and no, extending no, the timer I, by collecting ingredients throughout the level. Brutally honest with and me, right? What part of this game is about pizza? Yeah. Um, all the aesthetic stuff, like you're, you're a pizza chef, all the ingredients are collecting a pizza, um, related, all the welds are pizza related. You're fighting like cheese monsters. You're picking up pepperoni. Um, there might be pineapple (laughs) and I think that's a sin. Yuck. Actually, yeah, it's a very good discussion point. You probably do go straight to hell, which might actually be where Pizza Tower takes place. I, I honestly can't tell. Um, there's, a, a tower. there's a um, uh, there's a marinara <laughs> level where the lava is a hot marinara sauce. That's spaghetti, what? but not pizza. Like marinara it's sauce, isn't it? Ma- like spaghetti mar- marinara. Marinara is just yeah. Apparent. You can have um, like pizza red, marinara sauce. It's a red can tomato you? based sauce. Napolitana. Just it's just like a red sauce. Hey, look at this, yeah. Yeah. Right. Mister Exclusive Spaghetti over here. Yeah. Bit wrong. Hang on, let him cook. Let let him cook. Man, first it was Italians, now it's purebred spaghetti <laughs> Italians. When will when will it end? Twenty twenty three. But yeah, no, it's it's an insanely fun and fluid game. Like all your actions flow into each other really well. Um, most stages have a gimmick to them as well. Like I think. In the first world, there's like two regular levels and then two levels that throughout them, they have gimmicks. Um, one of them being you get put into a suit of armor, which gives you a double jump or um, when you power slam into uh, a slope, you just start sliding through a level uncontrollably and all you can do is jump and continue to slide. Um, what, what was the other gimmick? Um, you eat a chili and you start say, getting um a flame breath that gives you an air dash, and you get okay, uh, you funny. can blow up TNT with your flame breath. Um, yeah, no, it's I don't have a lot to say about it right at the moment because again, I'm just on the first world, but it's been an extremely fun game. Um, it controls super well. The art style is super unique. Like it looks like an MS Paint shit post. And it'd be worrying if it felt like one, but the fact that it feels so smooth and is actually such a good game, um, under uh, like underneath it is really great to see. And the <laughs> OST is banging; like the OST goes so oh, hard. Uh, so I'm I'm already convinced to buy it just by looking at some of the reviews. But boy, some of the some of the reviews are are excellent. Uh, Peppery Pepper recommends it with twenty five and a half hours on record. Uh, Pizza Tower is the best game I have ever played. I just wish Italians were real. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> a um fucking meme about uh what was that movie Pixar Elemental? did recently about Italians? Oh, wait, about Italians? No. <laughs> okay, <laughs> now Luca. I'm the racist one. Um, 
Yeah. What was the one? Um, it, it's like Luca is such a great movie. Uh-huh, I wish okay. Italians were real. Funny little pizza guy does um, funny yeah, little no, pizza uh, guy things. Man, everyone, everyone has like twenty five hours in this game. Uh, I guess that's probably the amount of time it takes to like get pretty comfortable with trying to S rank it. I see one guy reviewing it with 165 hours, and his review is just ASCII out of Pepino. <laughs> I've had another guy with 100 hours. Uh, I sat myself down and decided to spend 100 hours completing the entirety of Pizza Tower. I liked that. I liked doing it. I feel like I'm confessing some sort of crime, but after being conditioned by this game's frantic energy, the only crime I can think of is that I didn't do it faster. Damn. Yeah, no, a lot of it is just you need to do it faster. The only P rank, which is the best rank of a stage you can get, I've gotten at the uh, moment. Pizza. Mm, the P stands I for Patrick, it. dumbass. Yeah. Oh, I thought it standing for piss. Fucking idiot. Yeah, the only P rank I've gotten is for doing the first boss without getting hit. Um, and is it like a Sonic thing when you get hit where you lose all your like, <laughs> yeah. pizza ingredients or something? He, he has to go and no, make no, an no. entire so pizza what, uh, every time he gets hit. I, I was actually going to get into this before I wrapped, tried to wrap up Pizza Tower. Um, you don't, well, you lose a little bit of your score um, and your score multiplier goes down when you get hit. But if you get hit too many times, like I think it's if you get hit over 10 times, you start to, um, you start getting punished even harsher. And I think that can get you to the, um, to the lost states because, um, they they just go. You'll get punished if you uh, hurt Peppino too many times. Wow. I I haven't tested the theory of what it is, but my warning was when I got te- hit ten times. It's like your um Peppino's gotten hurt too many times, and I think if I got hit one more time after that, something dire would have happened. Interesting. I don't really think I get it, but I think it's one of those things that makes sense when you're playing the game. Yeah, it's just a you have you only have so many um chances to fuck up before we actually punish you for real. Just like in Italy. Hmm. Uh, well, I just bought the game. Italy. Rome's really nice. When in Rome, as they say. How much, is it, how much was it? Um, it's still on sale. I picked it up for $21.71. Oh, I picked it up for $17.95. I, I was about to get into that percentage. It is, it is not the Stephen... Approved percentage is only twenty five percent off. Dumb. Dumb. All right, all right, Steve, Steve. All right. First of all, breathe. Second of all, sit down. Third, breathe in case you you are still frantically trying to make it past step one. Um, Fourth, tell me that you wouldn't eat twenty five percent of a pizza right now. I would. There we go. I would eat one hundred percent of a pizza if the price was twenty five. What? That makes sense. I would. Pizza's not games. No, 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 just you know what? But we, we can but add the, it but together. The, the discs Steve, that I put Steve, in my Xbox, would you, those would you around, buy they might pizza be pizza. And then Steve said, "I would." There we go. Not what I said at all. It will oh, be yeah. once you I'm done what? with the recording. Yeah. You know what? That's right. I'm, you're right. I'm going into AI. We're all going to say that Stephen's a bad. <laughs> I will see you in the comments section on live stream fails. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! There's a live leak in the corner yeah, of my yeah, screen. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, wait, who, wait, hold on. Did, did someone just, is that? Don't know who that is. Oh, Can, you know what? Really? I'm censoring that. <laughs> Only because Steve doesn't know who it is. Fair. And now no one else will know what I said because you'll be censoring we, it. We've already I let Logan he's... Paul fly, fly free enough. We're not having him mentioned on the podcast too. Okay, Very good. Uh, right. Any, 
is there any chance of replayability in Pizza Tower once you have, Super I guess, Super replayable because of the score attack, and there's probably more stuff that I don't know about to once you actually do hit credits. Like, this seems like the type of game where they do something like, yeah, you finished the game, but now go get at least an S rank on every level to do the true ending or something. Do every, do every course backwards. Oh, every course has... You're essentially doing every course backwards, but... You know, you, after you, the you, first... said, you, you, know, you, yeah, you said that because, like, you have to go get out, but, like, it'd See, be like you're doing listening. every course backwards and then forwards. No, I... I so, <laughs> they, something else that has to be added as well is that um, after your first completion down. of the level, you can unlock a... Do a second lap of doing it backwards. Like, you go finish a level and then you have to do the backwards run twice. Can you imagine? If, Do it upside down, blindfolded with a guitar hero yeah, controller. Yeah, or, or even better. You, you've, it's essentially hitting those levels of ridiculousness, yes. Imagine, imagine that you finally finished the game, and then the game's like, okay, now take a large pepperoni pizza, smear it all over your screen, and do it again. Can I eat the pepperoni pizza? Only if you ask rank the level hang again. On, boys. Don't worry, the blues just scored. We're fine. Oh. Good try. Why do you Good care? Try, We've already lost the season. But we might win the game. Winning the game means nothing. Yeah, it does mean it's a win. Pity win. I'll give you a fucking pity win in a minute. You know what? Yeah, I think he's mean. serious. Patrick King kid him. <laughs> uh, Aren't you closer to me? What? Yeah, but it's funny if Patrick does it. Oh, I don't think he's onside. Oh, no, I'm definitely onside. No, I'm talking about the game. I don't care about you. Yeah, but anyway, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Just wanted to let everybody know that we scored. Pod potentially have scored. They're reviewing it now. I'll update when it's done. Okay. So are we just, are we going to wait until we get that update or what are we? No, no, no. You keep talking. You keep talking. I'll interrupt later. So yeah, I, yeah, essentially I'm done with Pizza Tower. If you just want to move on to the next topic, Patrick. This is the origin. <laughs> Uh, it is not. No, it's, uh, it's actually me going honk shoe while you talk about Pokemon Sleep. Oh, yeah, that's right, Pokemon Sleep. Um, I, I can introduce this one. Well, do it, because um, I wasn't introduced. going to. <laughs> what, you're a coward. So Pokemon Sleep was introduced, uh, like, three, or introduced, like, announced by the Pokemon company about three or four years ago. But they were sort of spinning it in a way of, oh, yeah, like, you can be active during the day and play Pokemon Go, and then uh, it's time to Pokemon Go to sleep. Um, but when, so can they, I, when can I Pokemon go to the movies? Anytime. Pokemon go Anytime's to the a good time to go to the movies. God, I remember when they were going Pokemon go to the polls as a theme yeah, for a dumb, little while. Ah, it's no try. The so rest of no try. Bastards. Steven, um, stay on topic. Sorry. No, I'm upset. <laughs> um, yeah. Here, boy. Oh! Um, okay, so Pokemon Sleep was announced about, I think, three or four years ago, when they had that whole, you're walking around, catching Pokemon, now go to sleep, honk shoo, honk shoo. Um, they pretty much didn't really say anything about it until earlier this year, I think, on Pokemon Day, when it was like, hey, it's coming out later this year, and everyone's like, yeah, all right, cool. Is the Pokemon Sleep in the room with us now? Um, and it actually turns out it sort of is. Uh, they've, so they're just over beta testing for, for some select um, areas, and um, Australia is one of them, so I, I'm doing the beta test. I'm literally doing Nintendo a favor for free. I'm playtesting their game. He does it for free. Not even 50% yeah, off. Funny. SMH. 
Uh, so the concept, and you might be thinking to yourself, Pokemon Sleep, is it like, what is it? Are we just going to sleep here, fellas? And yes, literally it. Yo, yo, Steve, Steve, give us a demonstration. You're, you're wrong, actually. That's not it. You need okay. to expand you... on the feeding Snorlax. <laughs> well, so the, the general crux of the game is that uh, you make sure your phone is plugged in, you have the app opened, and you click the um, go to sleep button, uh, and then it'll start to be like, all right, cool, what time do you want to wake up? It's like, eh. So eventually, and then like it sets an alarm, then it will go off. Um, you have to like lay it face down on your bed because it tracks like if you toss and turn during your sleep. Um, there's probably a weird data collection aspect to it because it makes recording of noises you make. It recorded um, me ugly snoring ten times last night. Are you sure, that, you it was, are you sure that it was you snoring? I listened to a couple of them. That's why I know they were ugly snores. <laughs> I didn't go back and listen to mine. Um, it, 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 yeah, from a data collection point of view, that's fucking. Um, and then like when you wake up, you get given like a sleep score. Um, very common with like if you've got like a fitness watch or something, it'll give you a sleep score based on like when you're in deep sleep or light sleep or et cetera, et cetera. And Pokemon sleep does roughly the same thing. Like it tracks when you're awake, if you're tossing and turning. Um, I don't really know how accurate it is because it's not uh, like synced up with your heart rate or anything, but whatever. It seemed to be accurate. Uh, it said I got about uh, six hours, six and a half hours of sleep. Um, yeah, mine said about the same thing. It gave me like a 71 score. Really? I got an 81 each year. You're fucking good. <laughs> Bro, just sleep harder. It's not hard. <laughs> it said it took me 45 minutes to fall asleep, and I'm like, that seems accurate. No, I remember really? I having a bit of a like hard 20. time falling asleep last night. I fell asleep in like Have 20. you tried rising asleep? Hold on. You may be <laughs> onto something sleep. there. Let him close his eyes. Um, <laughs> so, and then, like, and then once you, like, your sleep score gets... Uh, tallied up and it's converted for fucking however reason and then it goes into this Snorlax and the Snorlax is, is given power or something and because your Snorlax attracts other Pokemon from like drowsy points or something you can like obtain other Pokemon by feeding them um, like biscuits essentially and they might hang out with you um, and that's essentially it it's essentially sleep score goes up and you can get better and like more Pokemon and Probably more food to cook as well because there's like a food cook thing to, which feeds Snorlax and Snorlax has to eat three times a day, like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, and that's, that's essentially it. Like it's, yeah, like the, it's it's it's, oh, it's been a, it's been twenty four hours pretty much. Like I installed it yesterday morning, so it's probably been like what thirty six hours now. Uh, and I really haven't interacted with it that much. Like it seems cool. The principle seems cool. Um, I'm always keen to have uh, big companies take my sleep data and what I may or not be doing to sleep with. They're going to um, advertise to you in your dreams. Yeah, good. Finally. Good fucking dreams. Um, and I can't wait because I'm going Same to a box party to on the week. continue to dream. <laughs> um, I can't wait for me to go on a box party on the weekend and to be getting like scores of three um, out of 100 <laughs> and seeing if it just skitters out on me. But it's it's decent i think i just need more time to let it cook um it does seem like it's heavy on the I'm not sure if collection is the right word but it does sort of want you to do a lot more things like uh, when you are feeding snorlax it's like a loading screen and it'll give you like a sleep hint like um like things that raise your body temperature like having a hot shower or 
exercising an hour before bed is bad and it helps it impacts REM sleep or something rather like that. that that's kind of cool, but it wants you to collect all those type of things. Um, it does seem like there's uh, like tracking and stuff. Like you can look at your sleep data and stuff. Um, see how you're going over the week. I, I, I don't really know. I can tell you it's a sleep tracker. If anybody's ever used a sleep tracker, that's what it is. So yeah, my, as a uh, sleep tracker is- and an alarm, I think it's pretty neat. Like I, for some reason, I think this is the best alarm I've ever used because it's got like a glass tinking noise as the alarm. And that woke me up better than like any music track alarm I've used before. Um, everything else around it about like the raising the Snorlax, the um, feeding it, getting the biscuits and everything like that. I just don't care about those at all. It's just, it's, it's just <laughs> yeah. the set this as an alarm, go to sleep, track if I'm doing a good sleep. And that's, that's all I care about for this. Um, it seems fucking tedious as well. Yeah. Um, the, the plus side is that it gave me a Pikachu as my sleep partner and I named it Danny DeVito. So now I'm just getting constant messages going, Danny DeVito wants to go to sleep, get ready to go to sleep at midnight. I'm like, it's 11 in the morning. Danny DeVito, wait. <laughs> we got 12 hours before we need to go to bed. Danny DeVito waits for no one. Um, my question is, if it's a sleep tracker off of your phone, does the phone need to be on the whole time? Like, yeah, doesn't it does. Does that so break does. your battery when you wake up? Well, it, it recommends like it, like it darkens the screen and it pl- and it pretty much says don't put this under a pillow because your phone will overheat. Yeah, I went <laughs> to sleep does. at uh, I went to sleep at around eighty percent ish, and I don't have a PowerPoint near my bed, so I just let it rock, and I woke up with about thirty percent. So it uses about half the battery that, yeah. over the six hours I was asleep. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just plugged mine in. I got spooked. Like, I do have a PowerPoint right next to my bed. Um, See, my, my phone, which... This is, this is one of those, like... Remember that, that COVID was, like, three years ago type thing? Because I've had my phone for four and a half years, and I never think that I have, like... Having, having a device for four and a half years is about... I think that might be now tying for the longest that I've had a phone. And my phone is now four and a half years old, which is, is crazy to me because I bought it, like, I guess, new four and a half years ago. But the, uh, I can no longer, uh, it, it's, it's gotten to the stage where you need to kind of like hold the USB plug uh, in a particular yeah. way for it to charge. So I just, use, I, I use the wireless charging and that's fine, but to leave it plugged uh, in yeah. with the cable will not work. Well, how does the battery even last? Does it last like more than two seconds? Uh, somehow yes, but oh, it's also okay. a, it's, it's a, it's an S10 plus. So it came with a larger battery to begin with. Ah, uh, okay, that's probably helped it a bit. Yeah. Yeah, well, I guess you won't be charging it. Then you'll have to do something. Maybe maybe I just stay awake the whole night. No. Actually, no. hang on. Sp- no, you have to go to sleep. Um, it's called Pokemon well, Go to Sleep. You, you can't what? just Pokemon. You also need to sleep. Uh, so, instructions uh, unclear. I'm still awake. Um, which, uh, what po- did you say what Pokemon you got, Steve? Uh, so there's there's a couple of things. Um, so number one, there is a like this app is free to download, um, but there is a weird sleep pass thing, which is like a subscription service. Battle pass, let's go. No, didn't you hear him? It's a sleep pass. That you need to pay to go to sleep now. <laughs> no, but it, it, I it, I don't really know how it works because like it you get like bonus 
points and stuff and it doesn't really it hasn't announced oh i'm not sure if it's announced or if i can't find it um but like yeah i just press the select plan which means if there's a plan it means it's probably a subscription service as well um but it does it fucking irritates me like you're already keeping all my sleep data you don't need anything more do not take my money uh but also as well when this was like officially like re-announced um earlier in the year they announced it's called a pokemon go plus plus so remember when Pokemon Go came out and they had that Pokemon Go Plus and it was a thing and you press the button and it essentially plays Pokemon Go for you? Um, so there is this, this Pokemon Go Plus Plus is supposed to become the sleep tracker um, instead of your phone. So it just interacts with Pokemon Go and Pokemon Sleep. Uh, so you wouldn't, so your whole issue of needing wireless charging pad is like null and void. You'd use this Pokemon Go Plus Plus, which is, Dead shit, but dead shit naming convention. They got the same people to do the Xbox One series. It's also X. stupid expensive. Yeah, so I'm looking. It's it's out of stock everywhere, of course. Um, but I'm looking on the Nintendo.com. Like, so it is an American currency, an American website. Fifty-five smackaroos. Fifty-five Jeez. smackaroos for literally. It looks like a Pokeball, and you just put it next to your bed to like keep you sleeping. I, it probably does do something. Eighty dollars on JB Hi-Fi as a pre-order right now. Says it's coming. Fucking dollars. Says it's coming out in two days. Oh, soon. Oh, hang on. <laughs> Let him sleep. Seventy-five percent off. Seventy-five percent off, Stephen. Seventy-five percent off. Yeah, hundred percent. Or just, I'll just brick someone coming out of JB Hi-Fi with it. They best sleep of their life. <laughs> um, but it, it's just, it's just very weird. Maybe it's not weird. Maybe I'm just angry at the monetization. Um, and. I think it's important to note that literally I've only had the game for one day, so I haven't encountered any barriers that's stopping me from playing because of the monetization. But it's just from the get-go, there is a physical device that interacts with it, and there's a subscription for it. So let's say the subscription is ten dollars a month. Um, so let's say ten dollars plus the seventy-five. That is eighty-five dollars a month. To I, I don't essentially know what it's giving you. A couple of bonus things, bonus sleeping. I don't know. It's it's fucking weird and frustrating. I don't like it. But they've they've got to make their money somehow. I appreciate that. So uh going back oh, to no, my... Queensland scored. I was too busy talking. Ah oh, fuck, I missed it. Going back to my original question. Uh what Pokemon did you get, Steven? Uh everyone starts off with a Pikachu, um, and then you have a sleep, and I think you get Did you get a Charmander yeah. as well, Seth? I got a Bulbasaur. Ah, uh, okay. So you probably get one of the the Kento starters. Um, yeah, I think it's uh, I think it's also dependent on your sleep type for that night. I think I got doze or s- snooze. It wasn't deep I got, slumber. I think I got slumbering. Um, yeah. Well, so every Pokemon has like I think a couple of different types of sleep styles, and the, your style will attract Pokemon that are more consistent with your style. And I'm not really sure how that works. Um, but it's it's it's. I think there's a lot of character in the actual animations and stuff. Like all the Pokemon are like sort of either asleep or they're like drifting asleep and they're like doing that thing where it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa and they wake up and they go back to sleep, like dad falling on the couch. Um, so I'm, I'm so thinking more, what, what was the, what was the, was it just like a quiz that they released then? Yeah. So there was a quiz last week and I was just like, oh, hey, like to get excited for Pokemon sleep. How do you sleep? Oh, uh, that's yeah, that what was just it was. like a personality test quiz sort of thing. 
So what what uh what flavor soup were you based on that quiz? Um, Harry Potter, Gryffindor. Um, <laughs> I can't remember. I think I was. I think I actually uh, got the Charizard on that one. I honestly can't remember. I got Swab Blue. Oh yeah, you did too. Yeah. Um, I can't remember which one I got. All right, Blues are scored. We're in, boys. We're in. Um. But yeah, it's it's nice to see all the character and it's and apparently there is like even like shiny Pokemon, so I don't know what the fucking rates are for that and if it even actually matters. Um, you just just start Masuda breeding uh, sleeping Pokemon. Oh, well, you can't. How? Like, there's no breeding. It, it's been a day. I guess I think they just need to data mine and all that kind of stuff. Um, <laughs> Let to them find data it. mine. <laughs> yeah. Oh so, right, so you meant the community. The yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's oh, what yeah, I meant no, too, that's actually. What I meant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not us. Um. But yeah, like it's. It's all right for what it is, but it, it does what it says on the tin. Like you sleep to get Pokemon and that's it. Like, it's, I, I don't know what I was expecting. And because when I was hyping it up and I was hyping it up to my girlfriend and she's like, like, what's the point? And I'm like, oh, you got to sleep and you get Pokemon. And she's like, you do that when you're awake. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> but now I can <laughs> do it when I'm not awake. Yeah, Pokemon collecting 24-7. Yeah. And I got up this morning and like I... Did all the things I finished because you need to do the first sleep to get the um, tutorial finished because you got to get points. And then like it, it finished and I'm like, is that it? And I'm like, well, fuck, what did I expect it would be? Like, of course, I have to wait for it to be sleeping. And when I first downloaded it yesterday morning at nine o'clock, I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. I can't wait to play. And I'm like, oh, I can't do anything until I fall asleep. And like, it's just a, I, I, I don't know. Maybe this is a personal thing for me, but I. It's just, it's just, it's just very weird, and it's like you need to sleep to play the game. So it's just very. I was just very excited, and because I was excited, I couldn't go to sleep. Yeah, I was just <laughs> thinking that. So you're too excited to sleep, so you can't go to sleep, so you can't play the games. So then you're sad. Yeah, it, it's definitely and like it, a. And it Christmas all circles back to crying right. yourself to sleep, which is what I do every day anyway. Yeah. Well, we'll pick up those recordings. Um, the Pokemon <laughs> company's probably recording. Every that. recording is the sound of me weeping. <laughs> The game's like, I don't know, it seemed like you were asleep the whole time, and I'm like, I, I, I thought I was. Um, actually, it's, another it's thing, just another eight thing. hours of crying. When did you get, a, <laughs> when did you get any sleep? Um, no, no, no. It's, it's eight hours of crying, and then in the background you hear someone else snoring, but it's not me. <laughs> actually, a bit, another big thing, a problem I had with this game, and this will probably be my last gripe with it, considering I've I haven't played it for that long, but at the same time, I what do you have, mean? You played it for eight hours? <laughs> yeah, I know. It was six hours, six and a half. Six and a um, half. Uh, so to engage the sleep, it has to like be on your bed. It can't be on a hard surface, and it can only like it won't record a sleep that's under ninety minutes. So as someone who is a very big fan of cheeky twenty-minute naps on the couch after work, um, it's not going to record that. So like, what's the fucking point? I can't have my old man. But also, you gotta you gotta activate it that you're going to do that. So it's not like you. Oh yeah, true. You, your twenty minute nap's probably not planned. You like sit down and then you you just fall asleep for twenty minutes. It's not. Yeah, sit down. It's not like you're going. Three minutes, it's not like you're going to go into a game. Go, oh, yeah. and then that's it. I'm asleep. <laughs> yeah. It, so um, instead, of, you're not just going to sit there, go, press the button, go. Yeah, I'm going to go to sleep now. When it's just yeah, I sat right. down and Good now point. it's twenty minutes later. Yeah, actually, and that's probably another thing. Like it, it, and maybe that's the whole Pokemon Go plus plus. God, maybe that's where it gets you. Um, but as someone who's a big fan of um, 
like wearable tech, like I've got a Fitbit and that tracks my sleep and me and a bunch of friends were psychopaths in 2019 and would share sleep scores. I'm going to compete for the best sleep. Um, but we call that a yeah, sleep off. We're all sleeping with each other. Um, <laughs> it's in different beds. Hey, your, your words. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it, yeah, I, I, I get the feeling I just revved on it for like the last 20 minutes, even though I've literally probably spent that less time like playing with it. Um, but it, it, I'd encourage people actually to try it out. To, it literally does what it says on the tin. Uh, and then if you like it, keep playing it. If you don't, it, it, yeah, you are right, Seth. The problem is you have to manually tell it you're going to sleep. But it, it works as an alarm as well, and the alarm is fucking loud. Yeah, as an alarm, I think it's pretty, pretty good. It's everything else around it that I just absolutely do not care about. I fed the Snorlax when I woke up because it tutorialized me on that. I did not feed it lunch or din-dins. I can't believe you killed your Neopet. Uh, same thing. But yeah, it's free. I think it fully releases end, end of this week and the next week, so maybe that might change a couple of the features, might take away my progress. Who knows? Any final words from you on Pokemon Sleep, Seth? It's neat. I, I like the alarm. That's, that's about exactly it. exactly what you think it is. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's... Are you going to start playing it, um, Pat? Did we convince you? <sighs> Honestly, the the power draw is the biggest negative. Yeah, the fact mm. that so for me not being able to charge my phone because I don't have a PowerPoint is a personal issue, and um, it's, skill it's, issue. It's 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 not even a skill issue. It's a architectural issue. Architectural uh, skill issue. Got it. Bedroom. I'm like just rewire your house. <laughs> so yeah, just so connect your phone up to mains. It's just like yeah, <laughs> if, with a fork. I, I don't know if I want to spend 50% of my battery letting it idle on this program while it tracks my sleep. So You I, work from home. You don't have, you never need it. Hey, it doesn't matter. Charge it when you wake up. You, you know what would be funny? I, I would... Uh, so my phone, I, part of me probably should just turn it off, but I kind of like seeing what it says. It gives me the like weekly usage report. It's like the screen time thing. Have you used your phone this much this week? Oh, and yeah. The, the idea that as soon as I start playing Pokemon Sleep, my phone will be like, Hey, you've been on your phone like 40 hours this week. And then plus size is probably one sleep hours as well. Yeah, um, true, actually. Since yeah, it's dark no, in the screen, actually, I wonder so if it will actually count that screen time usage. Yes, we got another try. Woo! That was fucking, that was excellent. That was fucking excellent run by Adokar. Man, I'm, uh, I'm so either happy for you or sorry that that happened. No, no happy, happy. Yeah. Up the doggies. He plays anyway, if that has convinced you to get Pokemon Sleep a go, feel free. I would it is free. love to see the stats on the number of people bringing their electrician to put a PowerPoint in near their bed as a result of this game. No, I, I, no I've cracked it. This is actually a uh, force Psy-op. flag operation from, yeah. uh, from Big Wire, from Big uh-huh. Charger, if you would. Long, long Charger, actually. It's, yeah. And they, they, they want to sell 20-meter um, chargers. That's why... I always use the wireless charging functionality on my phone by putting the microwave next to my bed and just keeping it in that running on like low power for a few hours charges. It oh, right yeah, up. you also like a cheeky midnight hot dog. <laughs> no, it's charging my phone. What the fuck would I do cooking food with it? You know, you know, it's eat, microwave eat, 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 in, eat in bed. 
Yeah, now I'm just thinking of the Patrick you, Star. Who needs a curry penny at 3 a.m.? Cuts to Patrick. Oh boy, 3 a.m. <laughs> Classic heavy specimen chat. Anyway, cool. No, that that that's uh, that's Pokemon Sleep. Uh, hopefully, people are staying Pokemon awake because that finishes round the lounge for this week. Thank <laughs> you both as always. Get to move on to part two for this week, which is of course the news. Uh, Street Fighter Six has sold uh, two million, uh, one and a half million to Seth. Uh, how did you, how did you do it? Uh, there's lots of um, I I just like I just tied up my shoelaces. And hit the ground running. There's a little bit of a spin yep, in the hands. Yep. Talking about feet. He's talking about feet. What's that? Girl, what's that girl's name? Jury. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, the, the, the character I really like. You know yeah. the feet lady. The one that the yeah. one that they just constantly start shoving her feet in the, everyone's faces because they knew that's what the jury fans wanted. Even though I'm the Very jury strange. fan that just like Psycho Woman. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's so brave. That's so brave of you, Seth. Thank you for saying that. We've all Steve has been especially thinking it, but thank you for saying I, it. I love the one tweet that's just like uh shaking my head anytime I win a match with jury. Um I I like psycho women, but jury is for feet people, but she's also extra psycho, so what's a guy supposed to do? <laughs> uh cool. Um uh it, no, I mean good good news for Capcom. Just more back to back bangers. Uh, yeah, it also like really outdoes the pace of um, Street Fighter V, which sold. Um, that's not a high bar, right? No, because um, well, Street Fighter V they had they wanted it to sell two million in its first month as well, and that sold one point four million in its first three months. So this is um, this is outpacing it by a lot by doing it um, doing two million in the first three first month actually, yeah, first month now. That's pretty good. They're, they're doing... They're, let them fight. They're doing um, numbers. They deserve it. it does, I'm and looking the at the article. It doesn't break it up on which console serve by who would... Whether it's physical or digital, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think most places have stopped doing that. Capcom just does a cumulative score. Uh, mm. And Capcom is one of those few companies where they actually have a website dedicated to showing their, um, their game sales numbers and what ranks high. I think at this point, um, Rise and Sunbreak will probably be their best-selling game, but for a little while, Monster Hunter World was their best-selling game. And before hey. that, it was Resident Evil 6. Always has been. Oh, 6, really? Yeah, 6 sold a, a lot. But it also broke Capcom because it was that expensive to make. Ah, uh, that's why, like, there was that... Yeah, it just seems like they didn't really do that much. Yeah. Um, at least Street Fighter 4 for the 3DS. That was crazy. Remember that? Yeah, I remember that. It it was kind of funny. It was I, that was kind of the introduction to the um the modern controls because on the touchpad you could just press a button for your um like you could just press a touchpad for your special moves and your ultra moves. Oh, wow. Okay, that sounds pretty cool. We should get back to that. There we we kind it. of have now. Yeah, I know, but like, no, I mean, touching touchpad. We kind of have now. It's called the Switch. Okay. It's a touch phone. The Switch. Uh, anyway, speaking of streets fighting, six times even, um, Rashida's now uh, going to be finally available, even though the Rashid Fighter Pass has been out for, what, a couple weeks now? A week now. now. Um, yeah, week we now. talked about it That's last week, and I was like, you know, it's really weird that they've done the Rashid Battle Pass, and we don't know anything about Rashid. Like, 
they haven't announced when he's going to be coming out and people are expecting him to come after Evo. No, they're going to actually just release him when that battle pass ends. And so that just put, um, that outdated uh, last week's podcast the day after that we recorded that. So before it even came out. Well, there's always a new story that does that, Seth. It, it, it perks, perks of the job. Comes still, the territory. Fucking, I, hang on, this is, let me have a rant about <clears throat> DLC. Like, the game's only been out for a month. Like, were they, what are we doing here? Like, and they're already announcing DLC characters. Remember when used, the game used to be out for a while, everyone would get used to it, and like six months later, maybe you get a character? Jesus. Yeah, so... Mm-hmm. That's kind of where fighting games have kind of devolved into now, where my personal preference is doing the big upgrades where they introduce a bunch of characters at once later down the line. And the season passes still equates to that same amount of money. It's just they would have released like four to six characters a year after launch. But now that now they just decided on spreading out the characters across a year. So they're doing one character for every season. Um, so Rashid is the summer character. Um, I think the character's name is Aki, is going to be the fall character, and so on and so forth until we hit next year when they do another season pass. Uh, so okay. essentially uh, one character every three months. Is, nah. it, is it weird that I kind of respect them for doing season as an actual season? Yeah, no, it's really no, weird actually, to do right. that. No, it's no, really no, weird no, that cool. um, it's really weird that we're in this moment where yeah, a company is doing a season as a season. I mean, I kind of respect it, but other ones they're just like, all right, this is ar- arbitrarily this long, and you're like, why? <laughs> I think. But yeah, with, for, with the Rufus Rashid DLC, they'll add him into World Tour, so you can meet him, you can text him, you can do all those fun interactions with him you get to learn his moves and put them on your custom character and then you also just have him to play online and things like that and the trailer that they showed he looks really good he looks like a big improvement from how he was in street fighter 5 his design Uh, is a big improvement from how it was in street fighter (laughs) 5 the only the only issue i have is um is that his theme song is not as good as his old theme song but that was a very high bar to hit that seems like a very minor complaint. It is. It, it is a minor complaint to have. Is Rashid someone that is going to be on your radar as the resident fighter of streets? Yes, and actually. Rashid's a character I really like. Um, so I'm glad he's back in the game. And I'm not a person that has, like... I'm not big on national pride or anything, but it does... It does tickle as a spot in my brain when I see a um a Arabian character come out in a game and they're super cool and stylish and hit all the right notes of being a really great character. So Rashid does a lot for me in that regard. Just like me, for real, for real. Not me, but like this you, is you, you, when really you, when, you when you see the sixtieth white guy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Steve, Steve, when he sees the cop in Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Me when I see Hold anything. on, let him abuse yeah. his wife. Well, no, I'm not going to engage that one. Um, speaking of Mortal Kombat, though, uh, Mortal Kombat 1 is adding uh, smoke, rain, and other effects. Oh, wait, no, they're characters. My bad. Uh, that, that was half a joke. I, I knew about smoke. I don't know if I knew about rain. 
I just want to get out there. I really appreciate that joke, that VFX joke. I was gonna, I was gonna make. <laughs> I, it, I, I got a little giggle out of it. <laughs> that, thank you, thank you. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be here all, 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 all the recording. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, no, I, I remember playing Smoke because Smoke would do this absolute fucking shithouse move uh, back in Mortal Kombat. I have to keep Nine. asking Seth which version it was. Thank you. The PS3 one. He hasn't <laughs> been playable fun. since. Yeah, okay. Well, that, that works even better. Um, but he used to have this really shit-ass special where he would, he would, like, sprint around the entirety of the Earth and then punch whoever you were fighting in the back and then, and then speed back again. And yeah, so, I remember that. Uh, and then if you did the EX version, he'd also come from the air. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And so it became it became uh the the fucking chump check of, of couch uh of couch uh Mortal Kombat. <laughs> uh but yeah, is Rain new or Rain has I... been DLC in a couple of games. I think he might have okay. been no, I think he was actually DLC for eleven as well. I think he's been DLC in nine, ten and eleven. He's just like a super popular character that people are always asking for. And he's pretty neat. Um, I'm not big on him myself, but he's a fan favorite, so it's good to see them giving fan favorites on the roster and not just locking them to the season pass. Because mm. there's a there's a picture of uh of two of them on this is a Gamatsu article, but I'm assuming it's Smoke and Cyrax, right? Because that it looks like Cyrax is the other one on the picture. Yeah. So those are the assist characters. What they've done is that they've done all the other. Lin Kuei robot ninjas as um the assist characters in the trailer. So oh, instead of making okay. Sektor and Cyrax playable, they're going to be your um cameo fighters. Gotcha. They also showed because off I... that um classic Scorpion and Frost are going to be cameo fighters in this trailer. Because mm. I used to enjoy playing um Cyrax every so often as well. He also had a few chump check ability. Man, like the net. <laughs> now, yeah, the the net and the grenade. <laughs> Now, yeah. now that I think of oh no, not the grenade, the um the the whirling um the whirling axe blade out of the chest. Yeah. Or was that yeah. Sector? No, that, that's um that's Cyrax. Sector is all yeah, about cool. flamethrowers and missiles. That makes plus yeah, cool. Yeah. Man, I really <laughs> I played Mortal Kombat 9 like a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, that's all Netherrealm Studio games. Like the best characters in um in the recent Injustice and Mortal Kombat games are the ones that can keep people away the best. <laughs> All I'm saying is, you, 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 wanna, you, you, wanna, you wanna see um, Patrick at peak power level? Give me Noob Cybot. Give me Noob, Cy- Noob Cybot and, uh, and the, the weird running man that he does sprinting across the screen. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah getting close. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, good. Anyway, um, any, anything to add from either of you two on this? Or we want to move on. I think just... I'm still... Oh, you go, Stephen. I... You know what? No. Actually, yeah, I will. Um, I'm just, <laughs> I think Mortal Kombat 11 is on Game Pass, so I do really do like the Mortal Kombat franchise. I think I played Mortal Kombat 10 like 40 years ago. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Funny, that's Mortal Kombat 1 with an extra zero in front uh, behind it. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm looking forward to it even if I know I will get it sometime later. Yeah, I got two things. The first one is I'm not that big of a fan of um, Smoke's new design. I think they've kind of gone really hard on like a K-pop 
um, aesthetic for him. It it doesn't look that good to me. But um, aside from that, I also just want to point out that in this trailer, like, just what's considered an X-ray move or a fatal blow for this game, they they've been getting more and more vicious and deadly since they were introduced yeah. in Mortal Kombat Nine. Like in Mortal Kombat Nine, like you mentioned, Noob Cybot, his thing is he just he gets his clone to grab you and kicks you so hard that you throw up all over his leg. In this, the X the X ray move is having um is having smoke shove a dagger so far into your eye that it shatters your skull. The one that- <laughs> there's there's a level of um there's a new level of uh, uh, brutality we're hitting here that's not matching the old game. Um, the only one I would disagree with you on is that I think it was Kano's X-Ray uh, was a favorite of mine because of how brutal it was, where he would kneecap you with his with his hunting knife. Yeah. Even then, that's not uh, like a ki- yeah. I don't think that's like a kill thing, but that would definitely take your leg out of action. Like, you would not be able to stand back up after that. All of these, though, are like actual kill shots that would you know what? No one's getting back up after them. The best one was always playing the uh, Infinite X-Ray Arcade mode in Mortal Kombat 9, where you were there for players Johnny Cage, and it would just because uh, it was it was an X-Ray counter. I'm pretty sure you probably know more than me, Seth, but uh, just the constant counter into nut punch. I fuck it, and the fatality, and you see like the nuts explode. Or oh, I think that might have been in ten. Oh, that was in ten. I, I think that was um. Was, that was couldn't fucking stand it. Holy shit. That was Cassie's, uh, uh, Cassie's, um, uh, thing. Oh, yeah, his that daughter, tracks. isn't it? Yeah. I think that was, I think that might have actually been her x-ray and not her fatality. <laughs> it was literally just, it was- So uh, it only works once, right? Well, it even works on the female characters. Um, yeah, I, I couldn't watch that. Anyway, enough about Mortal Kombat. Just pop those testes. Anyway. Don't say that. Uh, I was just about to say, no, you know what? No, 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 that's going to stay in my head. Exoprimal is coming out in two days. Uh, Exoprimal have... will get shut down in nine days. Bold. I don't think it will. No, Bold's it... ball made it longer than that. You know well, what? No, don't, don't forget, on, this, on is Exo... also coming out in, this is also coming out in Game Pass. This will give it some life, and it will probably introduce a bunch of new players in it, and then that will probably generate a lot more hype. Something to Exoprimal's credits, they already have more seasons announced ready to go than Babylon's Fall ever released. Mm. Yeah, right, so let's talk through the story. Um, I have no but interest in That was in a story. They've got more seasons of content plans than Babylon's Fall ever got. Well, they've got three. Yeah, that's so fucking sad. Um, They're currently matching but- Dragon Ball to Breakers. Oh yes, the absolute weapon that is actually. Have we have we done a um? We have, have we not done a, a discussion a... point of me playing that game for two hours. <sighs> I wasn't going to bring that up. I was going to say, has, has anyone done a um uh suicide check on Nickelodeon All Star Brawl recently? I'll do it now. Oh, it's probably not Thank in a good place. Well, Multiverse has died. It. Multiverse has died. Well, so well, yeah, because um, they closed it. Yeah, because they were scared of Nick All Stars. That's what happened. <laughs> You know what? That that's actually the better line. All right, I'm I've got it. Who wants to take the guesses now? of the most recent and the 24 hour peak? Okay, okay. First uh, of all, reckon... first of all, you have to uh, you have to answer. Is it surprising? 
He doesn't have to answer that. Yes, no. he does. Okay. No, it's in not that... going to shock you. Okay, in that case, I'm uh, okay. guessing I'm guessing 20 in the last 24 hours. I'm guessing 50 in the last 24 hours. Okay, um, does anyone want to take a guess at in the last 32 minutes as well? Uh, because I guess I 20, know. I'm going to guess 10. I'll go 15. So last 24 hours, Patrick was really close. It was 21. And <laughs> last 32 <laughs> minutes is 6. Yeah, all right, dead. Which I mean, just but Remembering say, the say last time we did the check-in, that's roughly around the same numbers. It is. Yeah. Say, say, say what you- yeah, it's, it's got staying power, that's all I say. Um, say what you want about how amazing I am at hosting, but I also seem to be amazing at guessing how few people are playing Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. Sacred talent. Just gotta add that to my CV real quick. Yeah. Watch, me, watch me pull that out at a party. Surrounded by people. There'll be someone that can, like, randomly whip out a guitar and serenade a bunch of people, and I'll be like, alright, someone want to jump on Steam charts? I'm gonna blow your mind. <laughs> Pick a game, any game. <laughs> yeah, as long as it's either New Tales from the Borderlands or Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. <laughs> Anything else doesn't count. <laughs> uh, anyway, X of Primal, coming out in two days. Um, Seth and I were discussing this in, in the, um, discussing this before, in that, uh, Everyone is excited, but no one is going to buy it in terms of people that we know. And that doesn't bode well. Yeah, for everyone's, already, everyone's already gone like, I'm really interested in this. It's got a cool premise. I don't know if anyone else is going to buy it, so I will not buy it either. I, I don't want to say it's a cool presence. I think it's a fucking weird presence. It's got dinosaurs. Um, Shut up, Steve. Your opinion's invalid. Take the L. <laughs> from playing the beta, I really enjoyed what was there. Like, my main complaint was that I didn't- You didn't have enough friends? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Didn't have enough friends. Couldn't, <laughs> couldn't uh, um, get together with Steven because they didn't have cross-play invites yet. Um, but also the lack of uh, modes and maps. But mm, that yeah, was because, like, like yeah. the first day I was playing the same map over and over and over. And the second day was where it was like, oh, hey, there's actually a couple more maps in this beta than I thought there was. And doing those other game modes were really interesting. Like, one of them is you're in a city. One of them was being in a city level. And the, um, the objective was to get a hammer, like charge up a hammer and uh, yeah, destroy yeah. each checkpoint along the way until it just became a all out brawl in the middle of the map to see who would destroy that last checkpoint. Um, so that that was that was a really fun mode, and that didn't. So, if they do more things like that, where they have interesting gameplay variants and interesting maps, it can be a lot of fun. But it's also just a thing of this is a highly focused multiplayer only game. Yeah. Um, I usually like playing these with friends. I don't know if enough people will be hopping on it. It's it's a pricey game. And every time they end one of these trailers, they end it with showing all the um, pre-order or launch DLC or the battle pass. And it's a little intense and doesn't feel like... It feels like it's something that should have been free to play with those um, season pass, battle pass expansions. But making it like a near full price game, unless you're getting it on game pass. And also having all of those feels really grimy. My my concern is that when it was announced, now admittedly I didn't get to the beta. I I don't remember if it was because I didn't sign up or I think I was just I think you were away, away when it was the open beta. Yeah, okay, that's what I thought. You were over um, in Canada. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah that's right. You were too. Yeah. It was uh, a shame we didn't have that crossfire. I would have enjoyed playing this app, and I think that was probably the. That was the nail in the coffin that, for that beta. Yeah, and it was yeah, it was a mostly a PVE type of experience with just the portals opening and just fucking raptors coming out. And maybe, maybe there are other game modes that I'm yeah, just not aware of. Yeah, they talked about so doing like instead of a PVE thing, there's like a ten. Well, yeah, it's still PVE, but instead of doing like that weird PVE VP mode, they're also just going to do ten player co op missions as well. Actually, can I can I interrupt on that for a sec? Go for it. Yeah, cool. So as I was saying, um, <laughs> before I got fucking no. derailed by Steven, um, so I, I was waiting for the beta, but the the thing that concerned me from mm-hmm. looking at what they've been doing with their marketing material is that I really like games such as uh, your Warframes, your Monster Hunters, your your even your um, uh, Borderlandses, but all of those are kind of you can grind up in single player and then you're sort of ready to roll when other people join join you and, and then that's how multiplayer starts. I suspected that in the beta, the focus would be more on the PvP stuff because that's that's more of the stress test for the network and everything. Fine. But all of the marketing material still seems to be focused on, even if it's PvE, it's like PvPVE, the kind of hunt showdown sort of thing, which, uh, I don't know, it, it makes me nervous in that uh, kind of like what you were saying, Seth, that if there aren't other friends playing it, I would kind of be forced into playing it with strangers, that there isn't really a, I just want to grind and chill myself, which I was sort of hoping would be in this, and it seems like they're going quite heavily into the multiplayer, so that that's honestly a turn-off for me. Yeah, there's no, yeah. like, just turn off your brain and get to enjoy it on your own merits, like, even other things that would kind of approach that is like, yeah, no, there's nine other people you're playing co-op with. No, like, just can I go on my own and just do wave after wave on my own? It's it's just pure multiplayer. Yeah. But it'll be interesting. I imagine I I I wanted to do well because I, I like what the game is trying to do and Capcom's just had banger up to banger. What I am thinking might be more likely to happen Steve and I have both joked that this is looking like Anthem 2 yeah. in terms of the hype to, to translation uh, in that it'll be a game that uh, probably won't do so hot on release because everyone won't be sure if other people are playing it. And then as soon as it goes on sale, there'll be a big influx of people playing it. Yeah, I think, I think it'll live in that there'll probably be a few hundred people that keep it going for a while. Yeah, it'll have its community. Um, yeah. and it is coming in Game Pass, so maybe it'll get a bigger community, um, as I said before. But I, I, I'd be very I, interested to see the player number drop off from all the people that launch it for five minutes when it releases yeah. and then what it is like a month later. Yeah. Yeah, like look at the achievement stats for the tutorial, look at the achievements <laughs> for playing three games or yeah, something. Exactly. Persona 5 has a really steep, uh, st- steep drop off. Like, not many um, Xbox players even get far enough to get Arsene. I think that's at like 40 to 50%. Well, that's like, well, that's like hour 10 or something, isn't it? Getting um, Arsene, that's at like hour four. It's still fucking, it's, and that's, nothing happens before that. Yeah. Um, a lot of people, well, but, but a lot of people get just tired of the first 10 minutes being all VN and turned it off. Yeah. And by four hours, you got to finish the game by then. Um, and I think with Game Pass, it's sort of like a lot of people will like play the game, launch it. Uh, play it for like five minutes, put it down, and just never go back to it. Like it's a lot of like a whether for better or worse. Um, 
who knows? They don't really say how those stats are reported. Like you're, you're talking about it as, 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 it's, as like it's very much momentum title is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, but it's, you can see that with every single Game Pass title as well. Like even with the Vampire Survivors ones, like first three or four levels, it's like 80, 90 percent. But then it like drops off at like the next one, like 30 or 40 percent. But, but you see, I, I don't think that's a great comparison because if, if Vampire Survivors drops off, you could still have a moment where you come back to it and you're like, actually, I don't want to play Vampire Survivors again. Whereas here, it's actually, well, that, I don't want to play would you though, again, like- but would you be able to find a game? Would you want to boot it up and then possibly yeah, send that's it to true, you Yeah, that's true. And it is different when it's a multiplayer one. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm interested in, like, they've, they've obviously planned seasons one, two, and three. Um, seasons three being a Monsanto collab, which would be fucking sick. Um, yeah, so that's what I was actually going to get into in saying that <laughs> <laughs> I want to see how the player numbers develop. If it doesn't seem, if it's not going to be dead on arrival, I may pick this up around season two when the Street Fighter Six collab happens, and I think <laughs> and, that will pro- that will probably be Seth, around September ish. And if Seth picks it up for the Street Fighter Six collab, I'll pick it up around season three for the Monster Hunter collab. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So we, we just skip season one because season one can just be a, let's see how the game develops first. Yeah. And if, if, if it seems fine, then I'll jump on. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, no, I think, the- I think the game's like nine. Th- so the, the um, deluxe edition, I think is like $110 Australian. Yeah, Which is. is just a bit steep at the moment for a game like this, I feel. If it was like $80, $70. The, the peak Dragon Ball The Breakers price comparison, <laughs> um, I would have been more on board for uh, it. Yes, the, the Domino's $5 pizzas to Dragon Ball Z The Breakers uh, price points. Uh, anyway. But yeah, this, this seems like something to get on a sale instead yeah. of getting it full price. Yeah. Especially with yeah. the, all that Battle Pass stuff happening. And, and my fear is that everyone else listening will do the same thing. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, we get to- My fear is even people not listening will do the same thing. Well, who doesn't listen to this? So come on, get with the times. Uh, anyway, we, we now swap the dinosaurs for the dogs with some- uh, <laughs> I was about to say equally sad news, but I don't know if that's the tone I want to go for. But uh, we do have some sad news that Naughty Dog co-president Evan Wells is stepping down from the studio at the end of 2023, who has been around since 1998. When he was Yeah, this guy was like the big face of the company that I knew of because when I started getting more aware of um, Naughty Dog as a company and just game news in general, Evan Wells was the guy taking the E3 stage to showcase the Uncharted gameplay. Mm. Oh, he's the guy, eh? That's him. That's him, officer. He, he is the guy. He's the guy that pushed AAA to where it's becoming. He's been less in the limelight since, like, Ever since The Last of Us took off and Neil yeah, Druckmann's been Neil Druckmann is now the, the, the like, uh, me- I was going to say media darling. That's not really the right turn of phrase. The media face. Yeah, that's, that's a much better one. Uh, but yeah. yeah, and what's cool is, so again, uh, thanks to Gamatsu for the article, but uh, there's a message from Evan Wells and there's a message from Neil Druckmann and parts of it are quite interesting. Like I... Um, uh, it, it's something that kind of strikes me because it's sort of similar to uh, some stuff happening uh, at the company I work for where in, in Evan's message he says, you know, I was higher number 14 um, back in 1998 and then seeing where Naughty Dog is now. And it's like, yeah, no, imagine, imagine you've put your, your like 
heart and soul into something for 25 years and then finding the right time to step away. It's, it's, it's really, it's, I don't know. Uh, it's also like in the current state of the industry where so many people are contractors, it's amazing to see someone that's been there since not, day, not like the groundwork days, but like when they were starting forever. to pick up steam yeah. and building more of a momentum and just being there to help lift the company to where it is now. Because the thing is, right? Think back. I would say think back to when we were in 1998. I would have been two years old, so <laughs> kind of hard for me. I, I was there playing Crash Bandicoot 3. <laughs> but the thing is, imagine, imagine you uh, tomorrow decide to quit wherever you're working and go join a 13, 14 something person team working on some like some project and you know that that was it was crash it was crash three right in 1998 yeah yeah so so it's not like the first in the series trying to do something completely different it's it's a little bit of a known quantity but joining a team of like 14 people you would know everyone super well very very small team very close-knit all that stuff and then just thinking that that decision would then go into the uncharted series jack and daxter uh last of us all of these other things that sort of sprouted out of that and seeing where the company winds up today, how you could even fathom that as the person joining as higher number 14 is. Yeah. And he even says like so many of the game releases correlate to his big, um, his big life events. Like he met his wife while developing crash team racing. They went on their honeymoon after Jack two. He had his first child when they announced uncharted one at E3. Yeah. It's it's like is his first child Uncharted One? <laughs> is that the name of the child? <laughs> Uncharted One. Uncharted One, finish your vegetables. Um that's crazy. I don't think I'll I'd join a small company like that. Um it's crazy to think like that. It's actually- also yeah, no, on that it's weird to think that back in the late nineties, IT companies like that were small groups of just passionate people. Yeah. Yeah, people that loved it, yeah. And then you got currently um, Ubisoft is like, yeah, no, we're going to try and get like eight thousand people at once developing Assassin's Creed. <laughs> yeah, but how many? How many people does that include? Like with HR and middle management, and uh, the the more you expect, like the, the bureaucracy is expanding because of the expanding bureaucracy type of yeah. stuff. Um, I don't man. know. It's just it's it's but just nah, different scales. All the best for the future. It's, it's it's really it's really interesting to sort of think about. You know, what would you do? I don't know what I would do, but. Either way, um, probably a bittersweet moment and probably something that he had to reflect on for a long time before coming to the conclusion on. Um, yeah, definitely. I wonder if he's going to go anywhere else after this because I imagine he's pretty. he could be pretty much set and can just retire if he wanted to. He probably could, but I also don't think there'd be too much harm in doing uh, like quite, quite a... Well, okay, I don't know about quite a few, but... Uh, it it would make sense to me if someone like him steps down from his daily duties as the like as the kind of studio head and starts kind of uh, doing a combination of like consulting work, contracting work, just sort of doing other sort of random bits and pieces, feeling out whatever else is out there, not necessarily leaving with another thing in mind, but still being open to kind of fall into something if the timing works out. 
Yeah, this is hmm. this yeah. is pigeonholing a little hard, but um, it'd be interesting if um, if he followed uh, Bruce Draley to his new company. Bruce Draley being one of the um game directors on Uncharted Two and The Last of Us, and doing a lot of writing work on those games as well. Hmm. Um, he's uh, doing he's uh, started up his own studio called Wildflower Interactive. Um, I think we might have talked about them on the podcast before. I think we have. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see if, like, this, again, this is pigeonholing a bit because Bruce Draley, ex-Snow Dog guy, Evan Wells, now an ex-Snow Dog guy, but if he went and offered his uh, help building that company up. Hmm, yeah, entirely possible. Um, anyway, yeah, something that everyone can kind of reflect on. I'm sure there is a game that, that everyone either played or really likes or at least knows about that has been the work of this man, so... You, no, hang on, hang on, hang on. Before we move on, um, can we just talk about how, like, so Evan Wells and Neil Druckmann had both, like, sent a message to the studio and they opened with dogs? Yeah. Like, hey, everyone, it's like cause, dogs. Like, because they're naughty dogs. I get that. It just... It, it just and, imagine, and the like, studio is also called The Kennel. Yeah. It's, oh, fuck off. It is not. It Jesus. is. They've um, also got a very good work culture about letting dogs around the studio. I hate that. I hate dogs around the studio. No. <laughs> Could you imagine if they didn't? Someone, someone joins Naughty Dog. <laughs> hey, can I bring my dog into work? And they're like, no. <laughs> Who do you I, work for? Naughty Dog. And the dog like just starts being up there. I think when I'm um, a bad dog. <laughs> I think in the Crash Team Racing scrapbook, they show one of the original dogs at Naughty Dog, like just the company dog that was always there. Yeah, I, I, I don't like dogs at work. Keep dogs at home. That's a Stephen thing, though. I'm at work to work. I will hang out with my friends if I want to hang out with dogs. Um, <laughs> I, I, can, I can understand the confusion, though, Steve, because I imagine every time Bobby Kotick addresses Activision Blizzard, he says, peasants, I have news. <laughs> <laughs> Dear future suitors. Hear ye, hear ye. <laughs> yeah, future suitors. That's so bad. <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me. Um, <laughs> Dear, dear beloved uh, former colleagues. <laughs> dear diversity hires. <laughs> it's company-wide email. Um, anyway, yeah, From interesting stuff. the natural one. <laughs> <laughs> From the perfect the cell. <laughs> dear, dear barely people. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, there's, there's longer messages you can read from Evan and Neil. Uh, there's no point hashing them out here. You can go and read the words for yourself from Kumatsu, but we shall move on from sad news to even sadder news. Uh, the man that Excuse drew the me? funny- <laughs> I don't know about that. I, I find this incredibly funny. I mean, it, so, so Yuji Naka was given a suspended prison sentence. Is it sad? Is it funny that he, that it was suspended or that he isn't already in prison? Yes. <laughs> Understandable. Have a nice day. Uh, this, anyway, man, Yujinaka, this man sent us Battle in Wonderworld and got, got threatened with jail time. <laughs> and a fine. Actually, no, he wasn't threatened with the fine. He had to pay Two the fine. fines. <laughs> two fines, even. I don't know if... I, does, it, does it mention it in this article that has two fines? I believe we call that double fine. Oh, it's, really it's his fines totaling 1.2, so he probably just got a bunch of them. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, I think $1.2 million plus two and a half years in jail. Get fucked. Get fucking wrecked. 
That's yeah, what you get yeah. for unleashing Sonic on the world. <laughs> um, he's on a four-year probation, so he'll essentially avoid that jail time if he just behaves himself for four years and doesn't get into any more trouble and doesn't do any more insider trading. Man, insider trading is so cool when it does this to Yuji Naka. <laughs> All right, so when is it not cool? When it does it to me. You just don't even know what insider trading is, do you? I do. <laughs> how do you, how do you, what do you mean if it does it? Insider trading does it to you. I, I, you I, will, I will simply find out when the company I work at is about to announce something good and buy stocks and then sell those stocks after they, they announce the thing and the stock prices shoot up. Yeah, okay. Um, and just, just so for clarification, uh, which company do you work for again, Seth? I will not just, dox just, myself. No, just, no, just, just a conversation. I don't really care. Just, um, well, if you don't care, then just, I don't just, need to just, elaborate. Uh, no, nah, I just, just, yeah, just yeah. speak into the mic. Yeah, someone else might want to. Like, I wouldn't want like, Not for me, somebody else. Well, well it's, it it's a with a heavy heart that I have to announce my departure from Naughty Dog. Oh, no. <laughs> Were you a bad boy? Okay, that was too far. Um, uh, cut to commercial. You knuckers in jail. Um, not yet. He's right, not. He's threatened with jail time. God, I wish he was in jail he was though. Giving, It'd be so funny. He was. He wasn't th- like the literally first sentence is he's um. It's he's given a prison sentence. Yeah, it's suspended prison sentence is essentially just he's on um he's on uh, our watch and if he does anything uh, illegal within these next four years he will be sent to prison for uh the um prison time. Oh, that's pretty weird. I, I've never been in trouble with police officers, so I, I don't know, good on them. Um, that makes sense. I'm sure he's learned his lesson. I just Are want to sure see the look that? on his face of when he was insider trading and then when he found out it was illegal. <laughs> he knew it was illegal. They all know it was illegal. Um, that's why he did it. Nom, nom, nom. Now, I, could 100, I could 100% believe that he didn't know it was illegal and he was doing it thinking, why hasn't anyone else done this before? This is so easy. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Do you, reckon, do you reckon when he got handed the fines that all the, um, all the money he made from insider trading fell out of him like Sonic rings? It, it was even worse because he, he got fined more than he made on the insider trading. So no, well, that I mean, ring count went into the negatives. What do you mean even worse? That's kind of what you'd want, right? It's not like, oh, you even did insider trading. Him, I mean- only, only give me half of the money back. <laughs> even worse for him, I mean, like, it, it's multiple times. Like, it's not even, like, one and a half times. It's like, I think it was, like, 20k all up he made inside, in insider trading, and he's going to pay over a million. I mean, that, that's just funny. Jesus. That, that, that's just a rounding error. <laughs> Oh, well. I like the idea of having to. Yeah, exactly. He has to go and take out a ring loan from some fucking loan shark just to have it punched out of him again, like by the court. He sends. Yeah, go. Mad. Uh, Yeah, good chat. Oh, fuck. No, my microphone cut out. I I was saying, um, uh, he he makes a um development proposal for Balan Wonderworld two, and that's what gets him sent to jail. We we noticed that you've been remorseful after the insider trading bout. However, we also think that you're antagonizing the justice system by de- <laughs> by developing Balance Wonder World too. 
Go straight to prison. Do not pass go. Do not collect $20,000 from insider trading. It's also extremely funny because Yuji Naka threatened with jail time. Now Toshima, the guy that actually made Sonic the Hedgehog as like a character design, working on the next Sonic game. And they had a big Balance. falling out after Balan Wonderworld. Yuji Naka, they, they were like best friends beforehand. And after Yuji Naka got taken off Balan's Wonderworld, he's like, nah, fuck this guy. He takes all the credit for everything. I'm going to erase him from every picture we've ever had together. And I'm going to be extremely petty about him. That's right. Yeah, he went like, not, no, he went fucking weird on Twitter about it. Like yeah. just like cropping him out of photos and stuff. Completely forgot about that. What a fucking, you know, it's probably for the best. Weird X moment. Which is psycho moment, gaslight moment. You were never in this photo. What are you talking about? <laughs> uh, anyway. I was never inside, so how could I be inside a trading? Uh, anyway, very, very <laughs> funny, uh, funny. Can we have caught outside? <laughs> outside a trading more like, am I right, fellas? That's just a stock market. No, that's if you're trading outside. It's insider trading when I'm uh, buying Balan Wonderworld stocks, but it's outside of trading when I'm uh, buying no, GameSpot buy, trades. You, you don't buy stocks into Balan Wonderworld. You buy stocks into the publisher of Balan's Wonderworld, like Square Enix, wasn't it? Yeah, it's Square Enix. Yeah. God, that was like Good the thing. worst thing they ever put out. Oh, hang on, hang on. Hold on, give them time. Yeah, hang on. They've, <laughs> they've put out Final Fantasy. <laughs> yeah, Balan Wonderworlds is like the worst thing they've ever put out. <laughs> Take the bait, you bastard. Um, anyway, I'm done. I'm talking. Sick talk about Yuji Naka. I want. There, there's more funnier things to talk about. Um, there is. So speaking of trading, um, <laughs> what if I? What if I told you? All right, Steve, are you closed? I'm listening. Uh, are your eyes closed? Yep. All right, Seth, get his wallet. All right, so Steve. King, hit him now. King, hit him now. <laughs> Jokes on you, I lied. My, my, my eyes weren't closed. I was uh, watching, I was no, watching the boys score another try. All right, woo. 20 second, 22 to 10, my friend. He's distracted by the footy. Smash a beer bottle over his head. <laughs> you were going to say beer can, weren't you? No, I, was tr- I was going to say a beer glass. <laughs> yeah, what type of beer? Name one beer, Seth. Name B-B. one beer. Ah. You made it so uh, easy. Really? Yeah. Didn't realize we're naming uh, flavors of water. So anyway. Fuck you. <laughs> speaking of trading, <laughs> what if I told you that there was a, a, a commission of sorts for, for federal trades even? Um, and and they, they look at Activision Blizzard being bought by Microsoft and they went, not today. Well, Steve, I have good news for you. What's the good news? Are you, are you are you ready for the are you ready for the good news? No. Okay. Well, we'll just we'll give it a minute. <laughs> All right. No, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm revving you up. All right. Are your eyes closed? Yep. Seth, get us. Jackson, you my eyes. I never close my eyes. I was joking. <laughs> you can't um, say the same no, response uh, my, twice. My... I did. You can't. You did the same. <laughs> That's it. I'm gonna. Yeah, but it's funny when I do it. Um, anyway, so the, the FTC initially um, logged a preliminary injunction against Microsoft trying to, trying to buy Activision Blizzard. And it seems like uh, the FTC has had that injunction uh, overturned, which doesn't clear them from finalizing the deal, but it means that the deal can at least progress. Because I think there's two parts of the FTC case, if I'm not mistaken. So they've made it through phase one. 
Uh, although this is um, this is stopping them resident. from going to phase two. But from what I believe can happen is that the FTC can go around and go, hold on, can we get a second opinion sort of thing? Yeah, it's in a weird appeals thing, I think. Yeah, mm. they um, can try to appeal the case. Yeah. Uh, I want to throw it to uh, resident X Chad Steve. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? You must be pretty happy. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, it's obviously not finalized and there's stuff with the the UK to sort out, but I'm sure um, just like the Ashes, they'll, they'll come around and we'll end up winning anyway. Um, I don't know. I don't watch your cricket. Um, yeah, it, it, it's... <laughs> It's a long time coming, and it's especially funny because uh, Phil Spencer tweeted, um, we're grateful to the court for swiftly deciding in our favor. There's yeah, nothing fucking swift months. about it. Yeah, like <laughs> common Microsoft code. Um, it is less than a week from the deal needing to be renegotiated. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Like, they were very close to literally just pissing away a bunch of money and having nothing to show for it except from just egg on their face. Uh, so it, it is good w- what this means for us ex-chads. We'll see. Will we get World of Warcraft on Xbox? Will Diablo 4 come to Game Pass? Ah, uh, um, oh, Rats Queens, I just got to try. Um, it, it's, it's very interesting. And while everyone's like, oh, yeah, Call of Duty sort of stays like 10, 15, 20 years, number one, will Call of Duty still exist? <laughs> uh, number yes. two, will it only be Xbox? Yeah. Call Death of Duty is Death all Tax- present like Assassin's Creed. <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe fucking Ubisoft is next then. Um, does on that actually no one wants to buy Ubisoft because it's just a money pit they, they would rather wait for it to shut down and buy the IPs yeah you might be on here which I think is there. just genuinely very funny just let I mean, them implode now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah it's, it's, it's look I'm biased I'll say it's good uh, nothing's really being lost it's not like as if uh, Phil Spencer's coming out just ripping the Call of Duty PlayStation copies off the wall. Um, yeah, but the ripple effect of this play won't be seen for like five, ten years. And this does sort of position Microsoft in that they're no longer competing with PlayStation. They are competing with Amazon and Google. Um, the, the, they're a tech company, not a gaming company. Uh, but it's, it's Xbox on top, baby. So just like with the, the 360, we were on top and maybe not... <laughs> The Xbox they they actually ended up coming last by the end of that generation. Yeah, I know. I had, don't bring that up, man. It's not fun. <laughs> but on <laughs> that, on that I whole think that's ripping, like ripping things from PlayStation point, I want to quickly add on, is that during these court proceedings, it's not in the news docket, but something that was brought up, is that um, uh, Machine Games, I think, is the one making it, is doing a um, Indiana Jones game. And that was slated for every console, but after they were bought up by Microsoft, Microsoft forced um, a, a new contract, which turns that into an Xbox exclusive. So they do have the power to, like, after an Activision merger, just go, yeah, no, we're just going to all these other oh, things that were yeah. going to be multi-platform. Like, yeah, we've promised Call of Duty, but everything else is just free game for us to devour and i think that was like a big part of what why jim ryan was so against it he realized oh they're just offering call of duty in a bad deal with for us as well like i think microsoft Mm. wanted a weird split between revenue that sony wasn't on board with and uh, 
Um, that's what got Jim Ryan off his ass to try and stop the merger. Mm. Well, yeah, and a big reason that the Xbox lost the last generation, apart from just positioning the Xbox One as a media device, um, was it just didn't have the exclusives. Like, like think about the best games of the PS4 um, generation. Fantastic games. Uh, I mean, there were exclusives as well. Like, you got your Horizons, you got your Uncharted, you got The Last of Us, you got Spider-Man, you got so many games that are exclusive. Days Gone. Um, Days no, Gone was not a good game. <laughs> I never played it. Um, I've heard it's fucking garbage. But there's, uh, but like, and when we're talking about like Xbox exclusives, there's like Halo 4 and 5, they weren't fucking very good. Halo 4 was. Scalebound was, was massively excited game. and then they cancelled that. Yeah, like it, it just, I can't even think of it. Sunset Overdrive was something I was interested in and then it just turned out to be mid. Uh, I like Sunset Overdrive. Um, I it like it enough, but it doesn't, it's not like amazing like an Uncharted 4 is. No, it was nothing on that scale. And whether that's because they got so spooked that they really couldn't develop their own IP. So they're like, okay, well. They don't even IP. own Sunset Overdrive either. Insomniac got to keep that. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Um, but it's just, it sort of shows that you need exclusives to drive it. But yeah, like it's. Yeah, and maybe then they, they made this, too hard on the connect. This, um, Let's this. Be real. This um, court case also had like the president of um, the CEO of Microsoft coming out going like, yeah, no, we really wish we didn't have to do exclusives. If it was up to us, everything would release on everything and there'd be no like exclusive race competition. And it's. I Okay, so I think exclusives are good in that they give a reason to own a platform. And when something is exclusive, it gets to use that platform to their greatest ability. Um, so I, I maybe I because remember like in the late nineties how it was like uh, Sonic, uh, there was Mario was a big thing for Nintendo. Yeah, and you got a Mario versus like- Sonic for the Nintendo versus a Sega. Um, then Crash Bandicoot enters the race with the PlayStation, and then. Mm-hmm. At some points, the PlayStation mascot became Lara Croft, apparently, even though she oh, was yeah, on everything. Yeah. She was on, like, the 3DO and the Dreamcast as well, but for some reason, she became a PlayStation icon. Yeah, and I, it's probably is like a but common cope thing for me, but, like, it's... You look at, like, everyone's like, oh, no, it's bad for the industry. Look at what the shit that Activision is putting out at the moment, like Call of Duty. Like, it's... They've, they've can, can only been putting out Call of Duty for the last couple of years. It's the other ends of the company that puts mm. things out, like King and Blizzard. What were we going to get? Overwatch? Blizzard? Uh, sorry, not Overwatch. Uh, Diablo? Um, and there's... Uh, okay, so there's another thing the here. Candy Crush? Um, they've, Xbox is already making deals with Activision Blizzard in that they've got this whole Overwatch 2 starter pack if you have Game Pass. Like the game's free to play, oh, but if yeah. you have Game Pass, then you get like a but you get like the a starter pack, pack with whatever football. it's called. Yeah, yeah. it's got like the first uh, four heroes that they released just for Overwatch Two as part of it. It's like they're not exempt from making these sort of deals, mm. and they they try to be on the back foot saying, "Oh no, but Sony is cutting us out of the market of making these deals." But then they turn around and do these things themselves anyway. It's it's a bit of a weird uh, argument they're making. Yeah, or it's, it's, it's just a, a bonus. Yeah, um, and so 
my my whole thing with this entire fiasco acquisition war thing is that I'm all on board for them to buy developers. I don't like them buying big publishers like this. I think buying up the big publishers like this puts a really weird slippery slope uh, war that's going to start up. Mm. Because eventually it's just going to start becoming, well, who's going to be next? Who's going to buy Ubisoft? Who's going to buy EA? Who's going to buy Sega? Who's going to buy Square Enix? And Square Enix, yes, makes a lot of um, PlayStation exclusives. They also make a lot of Nintendo exclusives. They also make a lot of multi-platform games. They'd, it'd be really weird to see them just one day be hard locks to one thing. Oh, yeah. But, but look at that fucking hassle. It's been 18 months for Microsoft to get this deal through. Um, oh, yeah. I, w- will it be worth it eventually? Like, I have to see how we go. <laughs> I'm, I'm still on the boat that I think this is going. To, this is not going to make it through. I think this case, like it's finished too late. If the FTC does have the ability to go to do an appeal, that'll push it back even more. And even though people will say Microsoft will do it, I don't think they're going to close it and try to play a game of chicken with the CMA because if they close it. They do have to pull all their resources out of the UK, and there's like yeah. they, they own like three developers in the UK plus a bunch of other things not gaming related. They would have to pull out. It'd be really stupid to it'd do be that. Crazy. Yeah, it'd be, yeah, it'd be suicide. They can't, they can't do that. Hmm. Uh, not to mention, uh, so there, there's two parts of opposition. One, CMA, which you've just brought up. True. Two, the New Zealand Commerce Commission. Ah, oh, they're talking about this. Hmm. Uh, they I have not actually make, heard an update on that one. They are expect so that they have been accepting submissions for the past couple of weeks. They they initially announced their opposition to it, uh, but they said uh, they're considering. Uh, wait, hang on, I need to make sure that I had that right. Uh, they are. Ooh, I thought they were against. It. Never mind. They are just. Um, yeah. So they've they've published a statement of issues with the acquisition, but they haven't formally uh, judged on whether or not they would let it go ahead for New Zealand. Um, But they are accepting submissions currently, and they are expected to make a final decision by the 17th of July. Uh, I don't think there's been an update to that, but it would be very funny if the only thing stopping this giant merger, because a bunch of other companies, uh, countries have already approved it, right? Like the EU has already yeah. approved it, minus yeah, the UK. Australia approved it. Yeah, Australia approved it. I don't it, think China Australia has it. actually approved it yet. I've been hearing that it still needs to go through Australia as well. But it would just be really funny if everyone else approves it, and then like New Zealand and the UK oppose it. <laughs> like Look, the it'd be idea. one thing if it was just one. But having having uh, New Zealand also back them up would help, like the case of push blocking it. I I I don't know. I I just think it's funny that in the grand scheme of things, we are two islands of five million people, and we're like, yeah, we don't think this should go ahead, even though literally billions of people are uh, are like on board with it. Like New Zealand's opposition to this is smaller than London's opposition to this. Yeah. And that to me is very funny because we just have this big dick swinging thing about how big of a player we are. And it's like, are we? <laughs> um, but yeah, it'll be interesting. We could continue going back and forth about this for ages, I'm sure. But uh, final thoughts going ahead. Yay or nay? Steve says yay. Seth says nay. Yeah, I don't think it yes. will make it through. I reckon it will. What do Common you think? Xbox Let code. us know. 
Uh, but that brings us to the end of the news for this week, and therefore the the, the old the old end of uh, of episode eighty one. Uh, I don't believe we have an audience question for this week. Doesn't Nada. look like it. Cool. That's totally fine. I can make one up if you want. Don't do that. Uh, if I can, I can get in contact with Bobby Kotick. <laughs> yeah, but that, yeah, yeah, but then the call, audience question would just be why. <laughs> Uh, but, but he, why don't you believe probably, in me? <laughs> his thing is probably, um, hello, Bobbers. No, no, no. We, uh, we, we, we joked about this. His thing would, his thing would be hello, less than people. I, like I, less than I'm sign. throwing my head in the table. I think his thing would be to the person who took the last bottle of breast milk. Wow. I hate you, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you. He still referred to them as people, so, you know, maybe he is improving. Anyway, uh, if there is an audience question you'd like us to answer, get in touch. We're on threads. Oh, wait, we're not. Uh, we're on, we're not on Twitter at Fast Travel Lounge, minus one of the L's on Facebook at Fast Travel Lounge, and good old Fast Travel Lounge at gmail.com. Uh... It really helps us out if you give us a, a like, a, a rating, a review, perhaps, on the podcasting platform of your choice. Uh, anything that you guys want to tease for next week? I guess we've got Dragon Ball Z The Breakers chat to go through. Uh, the, God, the, if we actually do, I might just end the podcast. <laughs> the mental trauma that that would bring up. Um, will I finish God of War Ragnarok? Probably not, but there might be will more you of Will off AC-16? Also mm. probably not. Yeah, also probably not, to be honest. But, you know, maybe, maybe. Um, Steve, anything, anything from you to tease for next episode? Um, we've actually got a bachelor's party on the weekend, so we'll be at Doesn't the strip club and I'll be playing Tears of the Kingdom in the corner. Hey, the correct thing to do. It's yeah, the, it's the, it's the they, they don't know that they don't know that the tears are of my kingdom. <laughs> they don't know Dude, I'm the funniest person on a popular podcast. <laughs> but so this is my character, Link, right? What do you mean you play <laughs> Zelda, dumbass? Ah, uh, do you? Yeah? I can show them my Pokemon team that oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Does it say the legend of Link? No, it doesn't. Therefore, Link isn't very legendary, is he? You know what? Because the legends aren't real. It's the link between the player and the legend. Here, there we go. Uh, and, and with that, with that deep philosophical thought rattling around the mush of, of a brain that you probably have from listening to this for the past couple hours, um, thank you so much for Steven, listening. Steven, I hate you for what you put in this group chat. Well, I put and... in the group chat. Oh, yeah, that's... <laughs> okay, well, now you have to read it for the class, Seth. No, no, this does not get read out out loud. <laughs> I'll read it out loud. We can't do an audio medium and not do this. Um, I, will, I will simply put it up on the YouTube video. Yeah, it's, it's a picture of a, a Zonai device, which is a fan. It has the fan blowing towards one of the dragons with a caption that says 12,000 year old unwashed dragassi smells and it's got a picture of Seth smelling it. <laughs> <laughs> Very funny content. Well, yeah, it's pretty we went from philosophical ponderings to wanting to end it all. What a crazy ton of events this has been. You're welcome. Uh, anyway. Thank you for listening to episode 81. I've been Patrick. I've been joined by Seth and Steve. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Goodbye. Happy birthday, Amazon. 